Hey, Beavis. <laughs> we should, like, throw a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can have, like, cake and stuff and, like, and, like, and no, have some... dumbass. We should have, like, a party with chicks. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> cop of feel. Yeah, that's a good idea, butthead. <laughs> Where do you get these ideas? <laughs> They come from my wiener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. She's gone from suck to blow, Captain. That's right, because this is episode 54, the perennial Mel Brooks favorite, Spaceballs. 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 <laughs> it's Mega Maid. She's gone from yes, suck to blow. We ain't found shit. Yeah. Speaking of sucking and blowing, there's a lot of that at Pinburg. But we'll yes, get into there that. Was. We'll get, we'll into, get into that. that. We have a guest. We have a guest. Uh, I asked him a couple weeks ago to come on to promote a tournament coming up in the future, and he is on with us tonight, the one and only Steve Daniels. From hey, Bond guys. Welcome. Hey, you know, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. No, welcome, and thank you for coming on. Welcome Anytime. to Spaceballs. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, usually you guys are talking about movies I haven't seen, so I've seen this one. All right, perfect. See? I've seen it too, Bruce. I know. Wow. All three of us watching and seeing the same movie. Who would have thunk? But before, before I get started, just a little tech note. Bruce is um, having some technical issues. Oh, my God. Yes, I am. No power. No power. So he is on his cell phone. So we apologize for the crudeness, the crudeness, but not the rudeness. I'm sure that will follow. Oh, that rudeness will never go away. So uh, let, let's uh, first ask Steve. How did you get into this hobby? Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So uh, I played pinball in college. I really started getting into playing it then. I probably played a little bit before that. But uh, I got, um, I wouldn't say semi-serious, but let's, you know, I, I was playing it all the time. Let's put it that way in college. So I got I got what I thought was good at the time. You know, I could I could get replays, leave credits on games, and, and that was like, obviously the a big distinguisher between that and video games so uh and where i was this is at umass back in the uh early 90s um there was a ton of pinball machines all over the place like even even for the time there were just a lot like there was a big arcade there were smaller places with a couple games here and there there were a bunch of places with one game i was just i was just playing all of them like anytime i wanted i could play pinball machine pinball when i was in college so really good and then uh, you know, leave college, things kind of disappear. I'm, uh, I'm, I moved up to Vermont. I think not, not a ton of pinball. And then all of a sudden, I uh, have a friend who it turned out had pinball machines in his basement, and I knew him for a couple years before I knew that about him. And then, um, you know, I was into pinball, so I of course was, you know, when he invited me over to play, it's like yeah. And you know, light dons. Well, first of all, okay, they're still making these things because he had a. I think a Lord of the Rings and maybe a Shadow at the time, and like you know, even Shadow was kind of newer than maybe when I stopped playing pinball, and Lord of the Rings definitely was. And so it, you know, the, the lights breaking and I, I, you know, the light bulbs going off, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I could maybe have one of these. And it, uh, even at that point, with this is like maybe 10, 12 years ago at this point, 
uh, it still was a little while before I started um, buying games, but I was, you know, I was content to hang out with him. We had a little league going on, and then just uh, down the road, eventually, you know, with his encouragement of uh, helping me repair things and figure out how to repair things, I uh, bought my first game, and it was a situation where I was just like, I would buy one game and then have it, and then trade it for something else, trade it with maybe cash, and did that a bunch of times, eventually had two games, and it started getting bigger and bigger, and... Um, Next thing you know, pinballcoop.com. <laughs> so we have this uh, clubhouse up here. If you guys have heard of the uh, the, the Sanctum in Connecticut, um, it's like a half-scale version of that. I, I guess you could think of it that way. So we have about, well, we have 15 machines and one pitch and bat. So 15 pins one pitch and bat. And it's like three or four people's collections all together. Um, half, about half of the game are, games are mine. Half of the pins are mine anyway. And, uh, yeah, we have all that stuff together. We have league night once a week, whether it's New England Pinball League or in the New England Pinball League offseason, which is half the time. We have like a generally like a team pin golf league, or we've done some other formats. So we're always doing that. And uh, as I told Bruce before the call, um, Tuesday nights are repair nights. So like that's the time when the machines get all the all the attention, and that's when like people can come and hang out and learn how to repair machines. And that's like the co-op part of the co-op, pretty much. That's cool. Uh, yeah. What was your first machine? My first machine was a No Good Gophers. Um, prior to buying it, maybe five months before that, I had spent two weeks in North Dakota in in the middle of winter, um, and like working. And I played that machine at lunchtime, and I'd never played it before that point. Um, this is like maybe year two thousand, something like that. Um, so I played, uh, so I played the crap out of that game on location, and it made an impression on me. And so, like that was one that um, Gary had, uh, Gary, my friend, had connections that got me into pinball. Had connections with um, an operator, and that was one of the games that he had. I, I was like, yeah, I don't need to hear anything. I don't need to hear any other games that you have. I'll just take that. So bought that one. Um, played the crap out of it. I actually got rid of it because. I probably wasn't. I probably wasn't that good at pinball. That helps, and uh, I, the Gophers taunting me made me mad, and and eventually I got sick of that because I I couldn't like. <laughs> I mean I you know I could do fine in the game, but I couldn't like just play it forever basically. So I had enough okay. of it. So what? How many games do you own right now? You know, you say you own half of the co-op, so at least that's seven, right? Yeah. So I own uh, eight of the games at the co-op, I think, and I or maybe seven. Hmm. Hard to say. And I own two games out that are not currently in the co-op. Okay. List them off, big boy. (laughs) Oh, all right. So here's the order that they are on pin side, so I'm not going to, like, build up to anything. Attack from Mars. That's my favorite game. Oh, uh uh-oh. You were going to ask that. Shadow. Uh, Space Shuttle. That's one that's not in the co-op. Space Shuttle. It's at home. Metallica Pro. ACDC Premium. Indianapolis 500. I actually own 11 games. Whoops, just bought that. Just I bought that one like last week. That barely counts. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters on tour. Mustang Pro, Serpent Safari, Ugh. Iron Man, and Eight Ball Deluxe. I, Bruce and I have talked about Serpent Safari. That's very and, nice to just do well, that. No, the reason yes, why is on. I just had to play that effing game at freaking Pinburg. I. It looked like it played well. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It well, played well. I played it after Pinburg. I like it. It's a it's it's a cool it. game. There's enough going on 
that even though Edinburgh and or you know the, the the replay of people have stripped out a couple main features of the game, as have I, because they're terrible features competitively. There's no skill shot and the outlanes are disabled. There's no switches. Even though you've taken out these two giant things, there's still a ton of stuff to do in the game with the five or six major shots in the game. It's it's very cool. I'm happy to talk about Surf and Safari all day. Um and I defend it. I I I got this like maybe eight months ago and I really had planned to move it on by now because I figured I'd be sick of it. But the more I play it, you know, I, I really enjoy it. I, I think it's a cool game. And I, I also totally recognize that it's very likely that they designed it in five seconds and rushed it out the door and put the software on it in, two, you know, two minutes. And it just happened to be really good. And, like, they weren't revising it and revising it. It just happened that their first attempt at doing this thing was, like, great. So I'm just based on the fact that other games of that vintage or, you know, feel kind of rushed and not balanced and cheesy and awful and unpleasant and i wouldn't want to own them for very long so sorry to insult people who are thinking oh he's he has surf and sorry he must like my victory well no i don't really like your victory very much but there's there's some other cool uh golly games i'm actually victory about blows. to i'm about to buy a hoops uh, hoops is good hoops is good yeah yeah you, you guys uh thanks for doing that commentary while i was playing that fantastic that was the second game of hoops in my life and it's a good game you played great right on yeah that. well you know i just i just been i mean sorry to just Pat, you know, pat myself on the shoulder here, but uh, I'd been like doing a lot of reading up on it because uh, not because of that tournament, because I was about to buy one and like watching competitive videos that there were and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I was ready for it, even though I hadn't, hadn't really played it before. Hoops is slam tilt approved. Slam tilt approved. Yes, Ooh. it is. I th- did I go through all of them? I did because I finished with eight ball deluxe, which we're gonna maybe talk about. Let's talk about it now. We got an eight ball deluxe, and you said you don't even—you've never played it. Yeah, I that's blasphemy. I think I might have played one ball on it. It's at a friend's house. It, I, when I bought it, it's in really great co- shape cosmetically. Um, it was restored like six years ago. That's how it was explained to me, and I believe it. Um, the cabinet is like perfect. You know, it's been restenciled, and it's—you know—it's it's better. You know, it's as good or better than I would want a cabinet to be. So it's really nice. Back glass is great. Maybe one little spot. Playfield is is very good, but it's at, it's an overlay, and so I know now that um, like that playfields are available, and I'm wondering if I should spend the eight hundred dollars or eight fifty to get it here and uh, and buy a new playfield. It's too bad that I haven't played the game because if I if I played it with the overlay and it was like yeah it's a little bit off, then it would be pretty easy to buy the playfield ish. You know, easy to is easy as spending eight hundred dollars is, but I'm just I'm just wondering what you guys think in terms of whether you're you're gonna encourage me or discourage me from doing that. Like I, I think Ape All Deluxe is a keeper, but I haven't even you know, I, and I you know, I really like the game and it's a it's an eighty one, it's a nice, you know, the the one that you want. It's mm-hmm. in super good shape except for the playfield, which I might be fine with the you know, I might be fine with the overlay. I don't even know. So I, I wanna do this before um I can't get one anymore, basically, or not do it and not think about it anymore. Bruce, tell me what to do. Keeping in mind that I might need to buy a new couch. Well, Bruce, he's the one who thinks that the LE is the best cabinet, so it's kind of crazy. No, it isn't. (laughs) It's pretty pretty ugly, but I I still wouldn't. I I had been looking for an 8-Ball Deluxe for a while, and I certainly would have bought bought an LE um, if if that had been the one. It just would have been, had to have been appropriately discounted, and that would have been fine. No, buy it because you can only sell the play field. They're always... Yeah, 
What do you think I could sell the used one for? That's what that's I guess what I'm wondering. A couple hundred? Maybe. Right. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Depends on how bad it is or how good it is. You know, that's the thing. The, but you can always tell you'll always yeah. get some money for it. I mean the overlay had been put on, I said six years ago, but it feels like the guy had played it like, you know, twenty times because everything's in, you know, really nice shape. And then you well, want a little the, more for it, but you, but you'll get yeah. some money for it easily because there's always going to be a blown out eight ball deluxe. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. I uh, I will. I'm still going to sleep on it, but I know this podcast is going to come out, and then people will be like, "Oh, you can get eight ball deluxe playfields, and then there won't be any," which is yes, totally so. fine. Which totally fine. Internet. I totally understand that if you buy it and I don't get one, it's my own fault at this point. Yes. Buy it. <laughs> all right. So we got all we got all the way through my collection. I think that was eleven. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, what did you do this past weekend, Steve? I don't know. We were just... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. My feet hurt really bad, so I must have done something. You must have stood for, <laughs> what, like 40 games worth at least of oh, pinball? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, play, I played... Uh, I was at Replay FX, and I played the Pinburg tournament, and I had an awesome time. Yes, and we did, too. I... We, we did? Pinburg, what's that? Yeah, what's that? 800 players. Okay, tell me why there's seven. There were seven hundred ninety-six. Does anyone know? Because dropouts, people who like said who showed up and then they sh- dropped out in like round two or something. Yep, you can drop out. Some people have left. Some people, okay. you know. And if you don't play through probably round five or six, then you don't get counted as being in the tournament, right? Halfway. Okay, IFPA but you know the, the reason must be halfway. The reason that I'm concerned is that, or you know, I was asking is because I I actually had a friend who flew down there from Vermont who did not who was like deep in the wait list and was taking a chance and he didn't get in and so I'm I'm looking at that 796 number I'm like hmm <laughs> why not Alex yeah so that's why and that makes it makes sense I think they dropped out after the first day yeah that, that's right. I believe that's count. what happened they just didn't show up the next day. Okay. Maybe they were maybe they were not happy with their uh their their, their placement. So you're telling me round one there there definitely were eight hundred eight hundred players. Yes, there, there was. Yes. There had to start off it was eight hundred. Yes. yes. Okay. Mr. Josh Sharp also asked me just before the tournament started, he said, So what's the bet between you and Ron? I said, There was no bet. He goes, Ah oh, I should have bet. You should have bet. I should have bet. You should have bet because you beat me. Yeah, how'd you do, Bruce? I I, I don't even know. I finished uh, 67 points in A, so I was right behind you, Steve, because you finished a little ahead of me. Did I, did I have 68? You had 68. Okay. Congratulations. So we both did, we both did very yeah. well. Yeah, I started. I, I might have started below you. I was at the very bottom of A, mm. 33. That one, that wow. number I remember. I started yeah, so. off with uh, 33 also. No, we were tied, so you got one yeah. better than me. So, that, so, yeah, I had a better day in the A division than I did against the public at large, which was just, See? you know, that's pretty good. Listening to some that. of the podcast, I found that we did the best drawn out of all the podcasts. We did? We did. We did. Just proves that we are superior players, brother. <laughs> and that automatically makes a superior podcast, as everybody knows. Of course, yeah, God. Of course yeah, it does. Course. Everybody knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I finished yeah, yeah. in, uh, I, I ended up in B. Ah. I was okay. I, w- I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. Then I finished my final record was uh, one better than last year, 62 and 58. There you go. Way too many zeros. So yeah, you what, was your, those. what yeah. was your high games? What was your, like, you know, what was your highest score per ra- in, in any of the rounds, Steve? Uh, I had a 
10 in nice. like round two or three on day two i think okay. oh my god i have to, i probably i probably should look <laughs> before Ron, I how was your up, best, run, at, run best round uh nine or ten i think good mine was an eight congratulations but no, the best thing was I never went below a five. I either had an eight, seven, six, or five. I was the mediocre man. Consistently mediocre is better than what I did. You, so, Ron, what was your saying, lowest? You, Ron, are you saying that you had, you had zero rounds or zero games? I had zero games. You know, no, no, I didn't have okay. any zero rounds. That would that right. would be bad. Yeah, avoid that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but what I, what I would do is I'd have like I had two wins that round. Oh, great! What you have six. Because I had two wins and two two lasts. Yeah, zeros. Yeah, I had two. I did that a lot. What was your lowest round, Ron? My lowest round. Uh, what was my lowest round? I don't know. As you see, I really keep track of my score. Fail. Steve, what was your lowest round? I had two fours on day one, but I also had a seven, a nine, a nine, and a nine. So yeah, so they it balanced out and. There wasn't. There wasn't. You didn't have to be too far over 500 to get into A this no. year, um, with the huge A division that because of the tiebreaker. So I really thought after it was all done that um, I was going to be in at the top or the middle-ish of middle top of, of B, and then it, it was very shocking to find that I had been in A. And I was I was fine with it. I just knew that it was going to be very difficult. And if I was lucky, my prediction was that I would you know do well, get up. And then get beaten way down, like it, like it's gone when I've been in the A division in the past, and uh, that's 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 my experience in the A division. And you know, I, I would have to jump up to go from the 194 seed where I started the uh, 40th, and I made it all the way down to 55, and then I trailed off a little and ended at like 81, I think. Still yeah. great play. Okay, Bruce, answer your question. Four, four. That's the lowest I had. Okay, so that worked out well. Bruce, what was your lowest? You said five. Five. Wow, that's that's really hard to do. Yeah, my lowest was a five, and I had two fives. I had two sixes, and then the rest were eights and sevens. I should have had more on a couple rounds. Like, I got to play the good 60 bank. Bank 60? What's it? Bank 60. Metallica. Oh, and Brian. Hoops. And what Target Pool. Uh, target Pool. Target Pool. I took a that's three awesome. in Target Pool. I took a two in hoops. I took a three in embryon. So I'm going up Metallica last game. I get a zero. Wow. Ooh, fuck me. Yeah. That Metallica was set up hard, right? Like, it was hard, but. Yeah. Well, it's it not like you, you know, own a Metallica. No, no, no. I don't. Oh, maybe I do. Oh, that's right. You fuck. do. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> I suck big balls. But though I left some points there. And then Stratoflight killed me, that fucking piece of shit. Four house balls. On five, on five ball game. But Ron has one even better. Oh, I have even better. Yeah, here's here's my story. And let's see what 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 round was this? This was uh round seven, if I remember correctly, just before lunch. Uh, yeah, it could be. Or yeah, it doesn't yeah, really right. list the games here. So um, yeah, yeah, this is probably actually no, it's it couldn't have been round seven because now she's not in there. Maybe eight. It's whatever one had um, High Roller Casino in it. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that one. That was the other one. No, it had You're High Roller. You're talking about Monaco. Yeah, that's what I'm talking, You're talking about. about Mon- high Roller yeah, Casino was in that bank. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Not High, Ro- not high Roller Casino. Jesus Thank Christ. You. Yeah, whatever. A roller Coaster Tycoon. There you go. That, that Monaco, turd. Whirlwind, Solar Ride. 
Yes. Yes. Yes, that one. Solaride. Solaride. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't need to play that thing. No, me it won't neither. Be my, it won't be my game to hate, but it's only because I haven't played it enough. Yeah, I took a zero on that. And I took a zero on Monaco, which I like Monaco. It's like a Sonic game. Hit left side, hit a spinner, right side, hit a collect. Very yep. simple. Uh, top, there's uh, lanes that give you bonus. And I actually got like 300,000, and then everyone else had 500,000 or above. Well, why is that? The 300,000 was impressive because I never hit the ball. <laughs> I've never had that happen. Five house balls. I've never that's, had that happen. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just laughed. That was that's a terrible. No, laughing is good. Laughing is good. No, if you, if you can laugh at it, maybe I will. I plunge the ball. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, goes through the lanes, right out lane. Like okay, house ball, whatever. Next ball does, and I'm plunging different each time because there's like two or three lanes, so I'm trying to plunge a little differently. You know, figuring. Change the trajectory, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, second ball does the same thing. Comes down right out lane. Like, okay. Third one goes right down the middle. This time, it's like, ah, ah, okay, it's starting to not be funny. And then the fourth one, right out lane again. Like, okay. And then this I is, walked over. This, this isn't funny over anymore. Just on his fifth ball. Yeah. The fifth ball, I actually slightly got a flipper on as it was draining <laughs> down the middle with a slap save attempt. <laughs> All right, not a house ball then, technically. So, technically, I, I, I barely no, grazed that one, but... Uh, no, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. And he turned around at me, and I'm there I am looking at him, and he goes, You're not going to believe it, that was the fifth one in a row! I'm like, congratulations. Congratulations, that's never happened to me before. Excellent, another zero. I think that was another one of my... Um, yeah, that was another one of my zero-zero win-wins. I won... Where did I win? I won High Roller Casino... And what was the other solid state game? Other uh, than Solar Ride? Uh, what was it? You're talking about in that bank? Yeah. Yeah. So that was Roller Coaster Tycoon and Whirlwind. Whirlwind. Uh, so Whirlwind is the yes, one I won. Yeah. Oh, yes, right. I won that on the third ball getting the jackpot. Yes. That, that, that nice. was sweet. You got $2 million That jackpot. was sweet. Unfortunately, you could take two zeros and ouch. Bum, bum, ba, dum. Yeah. That's an unfortunate. What, what about your uh, what? What about your high water marker? Did was there any game that you really blew up? Uh, well, let's see. I had my. I don't know what the score was, but I had definitely my best game of Creature from the Black Lagoon. So I don't think I ever nice. even got a jackpot on it in competition ever. So that was <laughs> that was exciting. So I and, I and I won the game. So that was good. Um, let's see, what other ones did I have? Oh, the Ali game I had was good. Had a very good alley game, and uh, I won Motor Show, as Tim would say. <laughs> Motor, Motor Show. That's like basically full throttle, right? Like there's no difference. Yeah, kind of. Because it took me. I had to step up to it. Like how were how the flipper buttons work? Because they're not like regular buttons. They're kind of like yeah, you have to you have part, to squeeze them from the side. Yeah, right? they're kind of yeah. With your, built in, with your pointer finger yeah. almost. So it's yeah. weird. Weird. You fingered it with your middle finger. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I, su- I suggest try to try to tap pass on that one. That's pretty advanced. And yeah, yeah, that, that would, would be, be very advanced, extremely advanced. Uh, see, I'm looking at the games list here. I know ones that I uh, hate, but we'll we'll save those. Man, there's so many on here that I hate now. <laughs> so much to hate. There's so much to hate. I'm gonna have uh, material for you have, our, you have material for months uh, for months oh, of guests. Now I have to. Yeah, I definitely all the, have me, the two I did. Yeah. The, 
The two I did best was Creature. I got the super jackpot, and I still lost. Dude. Wow. And uh, uh, Target Pool. I go with 6,000 on Target Pool. People just turn around when I just done the game, and I turn around, and they're all looking at me like, really? Right. Bruce, let's make, sure that, let's make sure that you're playing Target Pool correctly. Like, what's the most important thing in Target Pool? The top three in lanes. Okay, you're, you're fine. Because you, you get the top three in lanes, and guess like what? The thousand. You, yeah. you got the hundred. The hundred. Oh, it's just a hundred like pop up or, Yeah, whatever it is. But, but then you get the next ball. You get on the third ball, and then the fourth and fifth ball, you're aiming for that middle target, so they just go up, down, yep. up, down, up, down. And that never happened. Or did you get two out of three at least? Oh, I got both both fourth and fifth ball. That's how I got 6,000. Oh. That was just People just turned I just turned around to the fifth ball, and I walked away, and they're all going to be looking at me like, and they had like 32, 33, 35. I'm like, yep, sorry. Great game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to brag or anything, but I had like almost 9K on that, Papa. Just saying. Okay, yeah. But but when you're playing against other people, that's more important. Oh, that's more important. Oh, Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Steve, what were your best games there that you? Well, you reminded there? me because I was gonna. I'll give you two. And I, I, when you talked about Target Pool, you started. You reminded me about my second one that I'll tell you about. But the first one is Little Chief, or Little Chief. <laughs> um, that's just uh, your basic EM and. Uh, yeah, and you wanna you wanna find the left orbit and then the center lane and then the build the bonus to the max. Get the double bonus and collect it, and I did that a lot, and I rolled that thing, and I got a hundred and seventy thousand, hundred sixty nine thousand, or something. Nice. And uh, it was like right from the get go, one of those things where, a, I'm hitting the left orbit and not coming close to missing. I'm just drilling it every time on a rolling standstill. It didn't matter. It, it felt great. And then the other thing was. It, it never really wanted to stick on the left flipper, making me have a bad decision. Like, the game was giving me the ball on the flipper that I wanted at any point. So it was, hmm. it was like, super, super comfortable. And, like, that was that was one. I, I think eventually an opponent, one of my opponents got, like, 110,000. But they, they didn't get there until ball five. So I was pretty comfortable the whole time. Nice. Very yeah. cool. And the second game? And the second game was a revenge game for me. And this is revenge against the game and not people. But... I had played the card whiz maybe three years ago at Pinburg, and, <laughs> and Ron said four house balls. I, I can't beat that, but it was three house. No, Ron said five, four house balls. Like didn't touch the ball, which that game's kind of standard for doing that. But I also did on my you know of my own accord. I never like plunged a lane that you want the jokers. I could never do anything, and I was trying to different plunges so this one i'm plunging the middle joker i plunge the middle joker four times which lights the three thousand lane on the left and then that's motivation for like going back up there and getting more jokers and i just i like torch that thing at least relative to what everyone else in my group was getting and i i want to say i got like uh 60 or seventy thousand, which is you know like my house ball game was maybe 7500 or something like that so <laughs> I, I felt felt good about that it was a win so like that was a uh, um yeah two em highlights <laughs> That's good. That's a very good thing. I can only think of lowlights. Is that bad? Well, we had a lot of good things for our upstate New York guys, didn't we, uh, Mr. Ron? Upstate rules. We kicked ass. We actually did kick ass this year with two 12-0s within our group. Jason Plord got a 12-0 in round two, and Eric, I think, got it in round four, but I'm not going to, you know, probably quote me saying I was wrong, but he got also a 12-0. So two 12-0s in our group, and we had... Six players make A, yeah. which was uh, which was uh, Tim Sexton, 
myself, Jason Plord, Eric Russell, Dave Cohen, and I think I'm missing one. But I don't have a computer in front of me since I'm on my phone, so it's kind of hard. Howard made it. Howard made it from upstate. Yes, he did. And so did Jerry. Yep. So we had a good showing for upstate, and uh, we had a couple of people make the finals, including uh, Kevin Kevin Manny. He made C playoffs, and and so did uh, Andy Cushman. And uh, who else did? And Zach. Can't forget Zach. Zach, yes. first Pinberg. First That's Pinberg. Right. Zach made A. We've read about Zach. Zach made A, and Zach made the top 48 in A. I think he said the secret was he just hated all the games. Yes. Wow. Hated all the games and didn't care. Yep. I was very impressed with his play. I think he might have a, too high of an expectation or something. He's just like, you know, good you know, like, hey, he, you know. He, he had a post on Facebook that literally said, like, uh, I was surprised at the, uh, the, the poor, how, how poor the games played. <laughs> and he was in the, fi- he was in the finals bank and he's like, and then I was in a finals bank and I, uh, the, the games I had to play probably play poorer than any other games I played. I was surprised. <laughs> like, wow, dude. That's our Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, but he finished 33rd. Tone that down a little bit there. <laughs> he, he finished 33rd in his first Pimberg ever. So what are the odds um, that he comes back like next year and doesn't make the finals? Like, is he is he good enough to be consistently making? Oh, he's good enough. To be he's top good 40? enough. Okay. Consistent. He's good enough. Because you know you, you hope that you enjoy it enough that when oh, you realize. He I don't think he enjoyed it at all. Uh, I I think he did. He just that's his way of enjoying it. Okay, that's uh, reasonable. I don't know. It, you can't. Well, then when he left, he was just like, uh, "I'm leaving. Bye." <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, he was sitting there watching the semifinals. He turns to us and goes. I think I'm going to leave. And he gets up and walks away. And Ron's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Zach. <laughs> That's our Zach. <laughs> oh, the finals. But we did have two challenges this weekend also. We did. We had challenges to the uh, Slam Till podcast. And somebody didn't put their uh, best foot forward on the first match. I did. I just lost. I sucked. <laughs> but but uh, in, in the weird rules of of bruce land it was like a half win or something it is a half win because he did not she did the person who is the pinball princess did not beat both of us she She beat beat ron three to one yeah three to one yeah while i was victorious against her three nothing so she took the half win and then we played then in that night we played jeff teolis a pinball profile Yes, from Pinball Profile. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. And plus from the the uh, broadcast also. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get, we'll get into the broadcast. I'm sure Bruce will want to talk about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was victorious against Jeff uh, 3-0, and uh, Ron was 3-1. So. Yeah, I had to play the horrifically bad Star Trek. Data East Star East. Trek. <laughs> it, yeah, where, um, it looks like multiball wasn't the right idea. No, it's never. Just is. hit the ramps Mi- and you start this. Words. Well, you hit the the two ramps enough, and you get some kind of like um, hit the target mode, where every hit on the target is worth a shitload of points. You're not talking about video mode. It doesn't sound no, like, but that's no. also that's also a no. good one. No. It is very good. Well, the video mode would have been difficult with the monitor the way it was. Yeah, the yeah. Display, uh, like display. That's really funny. I think I've seen this. Uh, I've I've seen that exact uh, phenomenon on the last DD Star Trek I played. That was at Pinball yes. Wizard. Yeah. So that game really sucks. So that well, sure that's not, does. That's not the one I'm gonna say, but uh, that'll be filed <laughs> away because I don't think I've said mm-hmm. that one. Because I've hardly ever played that one. 
You're running out of games to hate. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like oh, now, no. Right. I think Pinberg is going to reload it. Yes, it did. It's, and then it's definitely going to reload it. There were a couple of interesting little, I don't know, is it controversies or, or, or things that happened at Pinberg. Or, or there's two discussions I've seen that have come up since. One is Hobbit. Uh, well, yeah, that one, yeah, okay. That, that was more of a controversy between like five or six players who got screwed by it. Yes. Yeah, basically Hobbit, it was doing the deal, and I think I've seen this. I thought Jersey Jack had a fix for this, where you hit the ramp, and when the ball comes back, it just flies off the like the left habit trail and just drains. And you don't get and you don't get it back. Even with the fix, it apparently still can have a okay. problem and especially especially if you move the game, you know, you get it leveled in the back in the back a little bit incorrectly or whatever. I guess it happened, but they they put it in finals. It happened like during regular play, but they put it in the finals and it screwed a couple players. And they were like, the consensus was among a bunch of the top players, they really should have just taken it out. Wasn't it the game that was used for the tiebreaker to get into A? Yep. Yes. Or was it? See, I didn't, I didn't see it. I just had heard that. And, I, and then that, that makes you crin- kind of cringe because then you think. No, nobody's... it wasn't used for the tiebreaker to get in A. It was used yeah, for it was. Uh, one yeah, of it was. the. No, it wasn't. The game to get into A was Stargazer. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's Quicksilver. Quicksilver means. No, it was Quicksilver. used for the tiebreaker to get into the finals of A. Yeah, finals okay. of A. Yes. Okay, there we go. But yes. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, yikes. So that was yikes. one of the controversies. That what, was one of the controversies. The yeah. Um another one I almost want to say for Tim, but I think he's gotten over it. He he seems to have gotten over oh, it at least a little oh, the, bit. The final round. Yeah. The collusion. But, but yeah, the collusion rule. Well, first there's there's a lot of talk about the whole sandbagging thing. Yes. When, and I call it the round five sandbagging. Conundrum. Yes. Conundrum, sorry, said that wrong. Where, just to explain how this works, you know, depending on how many points you have, you get into whatever division you're going to get in. Unless you have restrictions, like we talked about in the last episode, I was restricted to B. I was restricted to C. And yeah. were you, Steve, restricted to anything? Yeah, I was restricted to B based on my okay. world, world ranking. Yep. Thank okay, you very so. much. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, so... There's always going to be talk about the whole sandbagging thing. And, and, and typically, it's the same scenario where you're in A, and you don't want to be at the bottom of A. You want to be at the top of B. So you tank the last round to try to get the top of B. That's the most common use of it. Uh, I've, I think I've said in the podcast before, I was in a group once that that happened. I think it was the last year it was at the actual Papa facility. Where the person, like, they played, the first two games, they, they played regular, and then when they saw their point count, it was, they tilted their last six balls. <laughs> so their two game, last two games. And, and, and so they took zeros, but they still had too many points and ended up at the bottom of A. Yeah, whoops. It, isn't Oopsie. that great? I see that person every year. It's like, it's like a regular. Some people, some people want, you know, playoffs more, is more important to them than the, Ultimate finishing position, world rankings, and bragging rights, I guess. I like the bragging. Yeah, don't you want to face the best? Uh, no, I want a chance to win actual money. The only way I can think of that they could ever get rid of the sandbagging is is you declare divisions. There's four separate tournaments, you know, like Penberg A, B, C, and D. That would be four separate tournaments. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah. that's the only way they could do it, really. There, there's no way you're ever going to get rid of sandbagging, period. Mm-hmm. So, but then we get to the Woo-hoo, other just one. Got power. 
You got power. Nice. All right. Well, once you charge it up, we can we can we can reconnect here and get you back in no, the headset. No, no, I'm fine. All right. I'm fine right now. All right. So at least I'll I'll Wi-Fi in a few seconds. That'll be good. Let's see. So Hopefully. round ten is the collusion round. The collusion round. There was yeah. And here's the issue. In the past. Yeah, yeah. There was two issues with this, in the fact that they they did this. We'll explain what they did, but it was never announced that they were going to do this. And people literally found out when the, the groupings were posted for round 10 that yes. this had happened. And there were many people who were... Couple n- people questioned it. Yeah, yeah. They were people who weren't happy. And here, here's the deal. The way it usually works, round 10, you get paired with people with have the same amount of points as you. Which is supposed to promote and should promote, you know, cool, exciting, you know, down-to-the-wire matches. And beatdowns. Yeah, and, and, and it has. You're in a group with, like, you all have the same point total, and you need so many points to get into the finals, and maybe only one of or two of you is going to make it. You know, and it's a battle. And I guess they had um, an instance last year of uh, attempted collusion, which was they had a group of four people. One of the person, people, in the, and it was a situation where if they all got a six, because that's the amount of points you get, they would all make the finals. So one of the people was like, hey, if we all get a six, we're all in the finals. Yeah, yeah we're not we, going to drop. We, we, we can make this happen, if you know what I mean. And the other players were like, uh. So they reported him to the tournament director, and the dude got booted. Yep. As he should. So that's totally not great. collusion. That's attempted collusion. Yeah, that's attempted collusion, but I guess they felt there were other instances where it probably did happen. Yeah. Where yes. the other three people name. didn't say, like, oh, we're reporting you. They were like, oh, yeah, you're right. I had heard that there was that attempt that the guy got booted and that there was also at least one incident that actually happened in addition to that. Yep. I, don't, I don't know the details. I just read that. Yep. So their solution to this issue was to group, do the final grouping where they would have, for example, say I'm trying to get in to uh, say I'm trying to get into A finals. Say I have like, I don't know, 70 70 points. So someone else in my group would have, say, 70 points or 69, Mm -hmm. close. Then someone else would be in the group that's already made it. And then the fourth person in the group would be someone that has no chance. So, for example, say the the Slam Till podcast is really kicking ass and me and Bruce are neck and neck. We both got like 70 and we're in the same group. And then also in this group is Keith Elwin, who has like, who has like 80. You know, he, he's already, he, he's already like, he's, he's the number one seed. And he's Keith Elwin, so he's, he's not going to tank for any reason. He's going to try to win every game. And then you got some, um, say we have Jeff Teolis. He's in there, but he's got like, I don't know, 65. He's really, he's got no shot. So it's between me and Bruce, but however, we have one player who doesn't care because he can't make it. And then we have Keith Elwin in the group. And say we need a big total. Say we need like one of us needs a seven or eight or nine to get in. Well, it's not going to happen now. It's very unlikely it's going to happen now. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And that was the people were upset over that. So that was upsetting to some. Your main pinball controversy. But luckily, no one listens to pinball podcasts talking about tournaments. AKA, hi Steve. 
<laughs> What's up, fellas? So the, uh, the, the only complaints I've seen about that have been very respectful and said, you know, like recognizing all the moving parts and the reasons for everything. Like the argument really against it, the biggest one is that it wasn't announced ahead of time. Like that's that's, that's the biggest a, thing. A worse yeah. infraction. Then it could have been at least discussed and we would have been having this discussion before and not after if anyone had thought of it. Um, yes. Which yeah. Tim would have because I know Tim watches everything. Yeah, uh, well, actually, when I look back, and, and and I don't really pay attention to totals, as is obvious listening to this podcast, and that's that's a total shoot. When I, when I I said the other podcast, I don't look at my total. People kept asking me like, "What do you have, Ron?" Like, I don't know. Like the last round, I needed an eight to get into the B a playoff to get into well a one game playoff to get into B playoffs. If that makes any sense? Nine would have been guaranteed in the B playoffs. I had no idea. I had no idea what I needed. I just go by the Tim rule. You want to be plus. You always want to be plus. So if you have seven, you're plus one. If you have eight, you're plus two. You never want to go below. Which he keeps calling it the golf thing, which confuses me as an actual golfer because plus would not be good. No, it's under. You, you <laughs> yeah, under. under. Yeah. So Tim was upset because he kind of got – he ended up in a group with Josh Sharp. Yeah. Who ended up getting a 12 and getting a medallion in his group. And Tim got, a, I believe, a two when he needed, like, I think a five or six to get yeah. in or something like that. Yeah. He was not a happy camper. No, he wasn't. I, talk, I talked to him right after that, and, yeah, that, that's accurate. So did we. Well, no, I didn't. I avoided him like the plague because when, when he walks away saying, like, I can't fucking play pinball, like, whoa, okay, we're going to just scooch over to the side here. We're going to give you your space. I know, you know, I know it's A division and everything, but if Keith Ellen's in your group and you need a, what do you need? Five? Yeah, oh, even Josh, but yeah, yeah, but yes. But yeah, okay, he, but I'm just saying, you you know, eight points are available when Keith when I'm playing Keith Ellen on games I can't possibly beat him on. Like, there's still eight, eight points out there for me. Zach played him twice, and he hung with him pretty good both times. Five and six, I think, you know, so that's pretty good, you know, for the first time ever. Yeah. You know. I don't know if Tim's going to be on our podcast anymore, man. I mean, I mean, you see him Saturday. Saturday, he's hanging out with all these, you know, A division bigwigs. He's out there yeah, after the finals. He's not, he's not playing with us. He's playing with like Carl D'Angelo and, and Jim Belcito and Raymond Davidson. Yeah, they're playing dollar games on 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 Walking Dead, doing this whole Walker thing. How many walkers can you kill? Yeah, in how game, many walkers man? can and you the kill? The person behind you had to pay the difference. Yep. If they were plus, they didn't have to pay. You paid them. If they were minus, you had to pay them. Oh, it was a. And I turned to Tim after he was playing, and I go, Tim, because Carl's like, "Come on, Bruce, come on in." And Tim Belson is like, "Come on in." And I look at it. I go, "Well, hold on." Tim's my numbers person in the podcast. And I turn to Tim. I go, Tim, "Tim, is this the right thing?" He goes, "No, I'm losing. I'm losing money already." And he goes, "I'm like, nope, done. I'll watch. I'll watch the carnage and the fun." If and you oh look, if, if you look around the room and you don't see a sucker, it's because you're the sucker. Yep. Yeah, that's the true. The old, uh, that the old poker. The old nineteen forties comic, you know, the cartoon. You know, yep. there I am with a sucker, you know, thing on my head. You know, no, yeah, I knew better. But it was fun watching them, guys, because those were freaking hilarious, and it was fun hanging out with them all in the back area while we were watching the semifinals and the finals and the matches. We were BSing and having a good old time. Yeah, Bruce got interviewed and everything. I did. Yeah, it's nice to know somebody on the staff. Yeah, we 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 can get into that. <laughs> um, one thing I found different. Do you guys remember when the finals finished last year? 
Wasn't like an around it was like six, yeah, five 6 or six o'clock or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember, Steve. Like what time? I'm, it, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I was driving home. Who won last year? Uh, Josh. Oh, not Josh. I mean, Zach. Zing. Okay, Zach won last. No, year. he I'm, didn't. I'm, Keith Elwin won last year. It was Keith. Oh, it was Keith Elwin last year. Zach was the year before. That's right. It was a stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It was I, a stage, and uh, Carl got it, second, and. Jim. There was only a small overlap between when the Intergalactic opened and when the final ended. Yes, yes. And it was a much bigger this year. Yes. And I, I just remember it finishing and me being able – I played a lot of games afterwards. This year, the the A – well, I don't know when C and D finished. They finished around the same time. C finished uh, – Andy Rosa won – Andrew Rosa. No. The younger – No, he won B. He won B, but that was like – only like – that was during the finals. Well, the, I was going to say, so. C and D were done. If it wasn't for the fact they were moving cameras between every match in the semifinal and finals, B yeah. would have been the last people to finish. Exactly. They would have been. They would have They would have been. There's a tiebreaker even in B for the finals. There's a tiebreaker, which was... On Diner. Diner. And congratulations. Andrew Rosa. Rosa. I played him. He played pretty good, but I did beat him successfully before that. So look at me. Yes, I made A. He made B. I beat, ah. his, I beat his dad on Motor Show. Motor Da-da-da. Show. Um, oh, God. <laughs> uh, what was I? I lost train of thought there. So, But it finished like at 1030. The yeah. final started at 10. That's over 12 hours. Of chock full of fun. Yeah. That's too long. What, what would make it take so much longer this year, though? But those those hours, like that, really tells you how important it is to be able to relax. Like players like Kaylee and Keith Ellen, who seem mm. to be very chill, and I, I don't know what their inner dialogue is like. It's probably just like do 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 nothing, um, according to their facial expressions. If you're if you're relaxed the whole time and you're not just pumping on adrenaline and dumping and and just like that exhausts you. And like those players have a huge like I I think that that's part of the you know the success that. Players like that have in the later rounds. They're, they're well, not Keith actually, Keith actually said why he picked to go first on the third game of the finals because he was bored. He was sick of waiting a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, what what <laughs> what hat was Keith wearing? Jaws. Trolling, 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 trolling. No, no, no that's no, clearly no. going to be Stern's next game. No, it's not. <laughs> oh come on! You don't think they're giving those out to all the employees ahead of the ahead of the no. game being picked? <laughs> hey everybody, don't wear these outside of the building. I love he, this shirt. And then he forgot. His shirt was is funny. That, is that what the theory is? I think that's or what the theory is, is. Is the is the theory that uh, I guess you know it's straight up trolling? But you know it's that's that's funny if it's that's what he's doing. It is funny. Nah. I like his boom shirt. Boom shirt was freaking hilarious. Instead of doom, the doom, it said boom. Yeah, but what what made it take so much longer? It was like five or six hours longer than the previous yeah. final. It was a lot of I think uh, a try- lot of. Breaks I think they were trying between, to do the video and everything like between that games, between games, between rounds. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I don't buy that because they only did video in the semifinal finals, and I'll give you that. Yeah, that, that added massive delay to that, but still, okay. Say it added an hour. Say it added two hours. It's still not close. Okay, I'm blaming the Jersey Jack pinball machines. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Yeah, you mean dialed in? That was flawless. The whole show. Oh my it God. was flawless. What that actually was a compliment to that rules and the layout and everything. It really went well on that game. Man, it's almost like I, I wish I was getting one. I know. I wish you were. 
So you guys are both getting one of those, or what's happening? Ron's going to be just coming Ron? in a week or two. Yep. Bruce, are you getting one? I am getting one, but it's going to be a lot longer. I oh told my them to push me off. Because it's, it's on my radar, but, you know, like it is for anybody. It's a lot of money. My God. It, is, but it plays it so well, and the rules are so much fun. It, it really it appeals to me. I talked to uh, Kevin Manny of the Buffalo podcast, and he must he, we must have both uh, got ours at the same time, or at least got in the queue at the same time, because he's getting his it's supposedly in August also. Can you just get one now? Because like, uh, um, you could. Pinball Star had him at the show. That's true. But he had one guy picking up one of the two, so so it was probably a customer beforehand and get a little better deal. I'll wait until all the bugs are out, and then you know you guys can get the chipping playfields and everything else. Yep, we'll get the chippy playfields. We're, we're yep. Yeah, I'm more thinking about in terms of things like that. The playfield. Not. I'm not worried about the software. No, no, no. The software is really complete on it. But uh, are we going to talk about the final four? Yes. Well, the, in, for the semifinals and the finals, they had their streaming coverage, which there, were, there was bitching that, you know, aren't they going to stream all day Saturday? Why are they only streaming this? I actually think it's a good idea to just do the semifinals and the finals and not have a stream that's like nine hours long. of the inti- Well, in this case, they did the whole playoffs, so it would have been freaking 12 hours long. Yeah. I mean, what do, you, what do you want, people? Come on. To me, semifinals and finals is fine. I think that was four and a half hours. Yeah. In the beginning, when they did the slow motion, they were, like, cutting away to the slow motion or cutting away to the face shots, and there was no showing of play. Everyone, was, was, everyone else was going bonkers. We were going bonkers. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? And finally, they realized, like, hey, if we just take one of the windows and put it as a slow motion or the, or the you know, or the face shot, and we actually still show the play field, people won't get mad. <laughs> okay, and if people are wondering, like, what the hell is Bruce talking about? Imagine you're watching an NFL game, and, like, they're showing a replay while an actual play is occurring. A touchdown, a touchdown. Yeah, like, you missed a touchdown because they were showing a replay. Well, that happens in the, you know, NFL broadcast every once in a while, and it's really once in a annoying. While, but this it's is annoying like when it happens then, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. or better yet, because... That's kind of one play at a time. Imagine hockey. Yeah. Someone gets hit into the boards, so they show a slow motion replay of someone getting hit in the boards while skating is going on, and, and people are shooting at the goal. You yeah, know, guy got the goal. Yeah, and that's right. that's what they were doing. And the next thing did, you hear is, and you're like, what happened? So they, <laughs> they, they made adjustments. Yes, they did. They made on the adjustments fly, on the fly, where, and then they had it like, because Luckily, somebody was making comments to somebody. Oh, yes, it was all because of Bruce. Bruce is the reason that that happened, ladies and gentlemen. So please thank Bruce. Send him emails to thank him for this. It was completely there, his like, idea. Luckily, I'm like sitting there, Jeff. Going, Jeff, can you tell him to stop making the freezing and just, you know? Okay, he's like, well, really? well, we need background. You're saying, Jeff, people yes. don't even know what you're talking about. They added some. Commentators. You comment well, not just commentators. Well, they've always had commentators, but they try to make it more like a pro sports event where they had uh, Jeff Tiolis actually interviewing people. Yes. Like between, in between matches, games. in between games, and then interviewing members of the audience with the audience and Jeff, background. Jeff Tiolis is a professional in the industry, right? What, oh yeah. Yeah, radio? He, yeah. He, he radio. actually has yeah a radio show, and he has a very professional sounding voice. So it was a very good choice to do such an interview. Now I'm going to call him out though right now when he called he congratulated Kaylee 
on his win. Yes, Kaylee, <laughs> Kaylee had a game where he was in the lead, but then he, and who, who passed him? Keith. Yeah, Keith Allen passes him. So then they had him interview <laughs> Kaylee, and Jeff congratulates him on his win, and Kaylee had to tell him, uh, I didn't win. Kaylee handled that great. Like, I don't think I would have, like, especially after I lost. Yeah, no, I, I'm happy to. I'm happy to correct someone and tell them that I won when they said that I came in second. But, but Jeff was just oh like, God. uh. <laughs> well, even funnier is when Jeff interviewed Keith. Keith was there. Uh, I don't think Kaylee's going to talk to you again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything from this point forward is a spoiler for me because I I've only watched up until that moment that we were discussing where Kaylee said, "Yeah, that." Keith oh won. God. Then. Yeah, I I only watched the parts that Bruce on it because he's my idol. Yes, I got I got interviewed with Tim Balls himself outside in the uh, in the audience. What'd you guys talk about? We talked about how the matches were so exciting, and uh, Tim talked about how the sound effects were on RoboCop, the flipper sound. So, beow, beow, beow. The fact that it's the loud edition. Yes, it is the loud edition. And then he also had Raymond Davidson come up, and they had a nice interview with him. That was really good to see. Hi, Raymond. Hi, Raymond. I know Raymond would have been up there playing instead of uh, watching. And I know a lot of the guys, a lot of the A guys we were hanging out with were watching intently and also rooting somebody on. So the top four. Top four were? Keith Elwin, Josh Sharp, Kaylee George, and I'm going to butcher the last name, but it's Colin. McAlpine. Just like it's spelled. Just like it's spelled. They were great matches. Every game was really good, really intense. The first game, okay, the games they played, they played dialed in. Dialed in first. And card whiz. Yep. No, not card whiz. No. No, it was high hand. Oh, yeah, you're right. High hand. Then RoboCop. Of course, I'm right. I heard that. RoboCop. And then finally Andromeda. Andromeda. Now, the sentimental pick, of course, is Josh Sharp. Yes. And everyone was pulling for Josh Sharp, and they, you know, they had high, they had high hand in there, which yes. is like the Sharp killer. Yes, which it is. He, which he conquered his demons on on that, seemingly. That the the interesting thing about it was, Keith Elwin took a zero the first two games. He did. So he's out, and he like the final ball of high hand as it's going down the middle. He just walked away from the game because yeah. he knew it was gone. And you're like, woo, okay, we're not having a repeat. No. That's for sure. And at that point, Josh was up by one. So we get the next game, RoboCop, and it was a great battle between Keith and Colin. And and Josh, he couldn't get control of anything on that game. Yeah, honestly, I think that's where where – like Josh will be the first to tell you, and he said this in interviews, the difference between him and his brother, Zach, and when he said, what's the biggest difference between – you, you two, as far as, you know, because Zach is now seen as the better player. So what, what is his advantage? And he'd say accuracy. But for the semifinals and the finals up to RoboCop, Josh was very accurate. Yep. He, was, he was hitting his shots, looking good. Somewhere in the middle of that RoboCop game, he just lost the shot. And he just started missing and getting more yeah. out of control. And yep. he actually lucked out in the fact that Kaylee, Kaylee tilted, tilted away his out. bonus which would have put him ahead of Josh. Yep. So Josh still got the point. And um, the funny thing was, after Keith took the two zeros, I think he made it up in his mind that uh, he was winning the next two games. 
Yeah. No, no one was. was no. no one else was winning the next two games. He was going to win the next two games. But Colin you, tried. Colin when you talk about games. when you talk about accuracy, um, the, Keith and Colin on RoboCop were they made it look really easy, and it is not. It's not. It's not easy to look like to do that. They yeah. lived, made of a jump look, but Keith made Andromeda Spinner look super easy on that ball one. Keith had three million points on Andromeda just going for the spinner. Yep. So we had the situation where we get into the last game, where it's Colin and Josh with six. Yep. And Kaylee and Keith with uh, three. Three. Yeah. So the math is that neither of the players with three can even be in a tiebreak because yep. if they had gotten a three, then there'd be a point for one of the other players yeah, with the only, six. The only tiebreak would be for second. So, so you have this ultimate, such, you know, the last game is in Andromeda, which is a game plan game. Which is, which is where their father works. have the games. Which I, they may even have an Andromeda. They say they have all the game yeah. plan games. So, I'm so I mean, this is like, here it is, and it's here's it's, my softball. It's I'm one throwing it up in the air, one v one. But Josh did have bad luck, and he said this in the past. He's only made the finals every three years. Papa. So here's the funny part: he made second place. Papa fourteen. Guess what he finished on Papa seventeen. Uh, second place. You got it. So. Josh just he, hanger. He, 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 he couldn't get going. <laughs> no. He just couldn't. He, he was missing a lot, getting in a way out of control. Not that that's a super controllable game, but it was noticeable no. that he was like, he'd shoot, miss, and come down like pot shot, shoot again. Oh, out of control. Try to get control. Get a trap, shoot, miss, out of control. Basically yeah. like, say, I would probably play the game. Or me. Or, or you. Yes, or you. And, I mean... We, we all have times where we just kind of lose it, accuracy-wise, but that was just a bad, bad time to lose it. And, and Colin, to his credit, and this is what I like, typically when you get these Final Four situations, when you get like the three players that you've seen a zillion times before and that other guy, like the fourth guy, where does that fourth guy almost always end up? Fourth. Yeah, it was always yeah, ends up fourth. Oh, not this time. Colin, he represented, man. He he did. He he killed that game, and and when he finished his third ball, he had a little fist pump there. It's like <clears throat> it's like all right, yeah. Like I'm in. Beat me, man. Beat me. Go ahead. Yep. It's like if you yep. beat this score, you deserve to be champ. And Josh drained out, and he was very happy. Colin was very happy. <laughs> I don't think he, Josh Colin was very happy. happy. No, no. But Colin was very happy, and Josh came right over to him and you know congratulated him, which was always nice to see everything yep. like that. And I don't know if you heard the announcing feed, but Bowen was like, "Man, I wish I, I, I wish I could go out there and hug Josh, and I'd unsuppress myself." Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was very funny, actually. <laughs> funny. I, I want to unsuppress myself for him. But so uh, the day before, you know, me and Colin were talking. And he came up to me and goes, you know, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm like, oh, Colin, I know you are. You know, I know you from Austin. You know, I know you from Bat City. You know, he, actually, I know him because uh, one of the guys we, who used to live up here in Rochester, Matt, uh, Matt Quans, moved down to Austin and said, Colin's been really cool to him. And I was like, oh, I got to then know that, you know. And I got, you know, we were our friends on Facebook. And it's the first time we really talked. He goes, guess who's in second? I said, I know. How did this happen? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> it was really funny about it. He goes, but it felt really good. And he goes, I'm going to try to. I said, congratulations. Go for it. You know, just play your games and play them right. And he 
I saw him later on and it's gave me all, you know, like nod and he nodded me and he was really feeling it. And he, he played the best out of all. Ever, oh, all he was he by really far, did. he was the most consistent. Yes. Didn't have any horrible, you know, just nope. zeros or anything like that. That was really the key. He was the most consistent. He had his family there with him. So they all got to yes. see the, uh, that was really cool. Although I think his sons, once they noticed they were on camera, they really didn't care that dad just won. They, they were on camera. Nope. They were on camera. So, but uh, I would like to congratulate Colin again. Great job! Congratulations. Poor Josh was just laying on the floor. I know. We <laughs> came over. We, we we say hi to everyone. Yeah, we course, say hi. You know? I came over there like, hey, Josh, playing any tournaments lately? <laughs> <laughs> and then I said to him, like, I actually came up to him and said, hey, you know, nobody's gonna think about that dollar thing now. He goes, five dollars now. <laughs> yeah, it's five dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> so just making him feel better because you know you know it was such he had so many people rooting behind him as he, as you said before he was the perennial favorite he really was well people he's the sentimental favorite by far yeah and then then jeff tiola's interviews him after the loss and the first thing he mentions is susan lucci that was just me i know it was god that was oh man oh and well, bowen is on <laughs> oh, commentary still and he's there don't say Susan Lucci. Don't say Susan Lucci. And literally, first thing Jessica says, just like Susan Lucci, just like the 1986 Red Sox, just like he's just going through all this. Like, Jesus Christ. It's like, Jesus Christ, stop. Stop with the slaughter. Well, then Zach goes up there, and he's like, does Zach let you t- touch the trophy? And Zach, like, oh, no, only <laughs> champions get to touch the trophy. Touch like, the trophy. Wow. Yes. Damn. But Zach is the face of pinball, and he handled it very well. No, Josh but is the face of Congratulations again to Colin. So Colin finished first. Keith was third, and Kaylee finished fourth. Great showing by all four players. Where did we finish? I was 103rd or 104th, so I did pretty good. I was, um... uh, Well, you were... Yeah, in B, so I wasn't... Yeah, I suck. How'd you do an Intercontinental? The inter- or intergalactic. You keep saying Intercontinental. I feel like it's going to be wrestling or something. Yes, I am I the Intercontinental be, champion. Belt. The, yeah, the belt. Did you play in that, Steve, at all? The no, I didn't. I didn't play in it. I I, I was going to play it by ear, and I did, and I just I I didn't have the energy, or you know, I, I didn't feel like playing more competitive pinball at that point. Also, I was leaving Saturday, Sunday morning, so not 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 that I could qualify, but that know, was my exact scenario too. Just you don't feel like any more competitive pinball, and I'm leaving Sunday morning. Yeah, but Bruce went, but one of us played. <laughs> oh, I was, well, Bruce, I was Bruce is really top, good at pinball. I wonder how he did. I was top five at two o'clock in the afternoon. Played all my ten games, and I bled. And then I was out of. It went from. 10 to 5, and then they had a break from 5 to 9, and then at 9 o'clock to one thirty in the morning was the final qualifying. Oh my god, one thirty in the took, morning people are yeah, playing. And they took the top 40. I oh. finally bled out at one twenty. My I went past oh. 40. I went to 40, 45th at the Were end. you there while that was happening? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my was, god. Because he, was, he, was he didn't have a hotel room, yeah. so he was going to sleep on the floor of uh, me and my dad's room. Yep. But okay, then, but he he didn't have to. Nope. So what did I do? Left? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He drove home at one thirty in the morning. Four hours. So about 2.15. 2.15, actually. 2.15 in the morning until 6 in the morning. Yep. Uh, yeah. I or got whatever. home. I, I stopped for a couple hours, and then mm-hmm. got lunch and breakfast and that kind of stuff, and I got home around 9. If it makes you feel better, it's a 10-hour drive for me. No, no, no. 
I was surprised when I heard the Sanctum guys flew. I was like, oh, that's kind of smart, actually, in some ways. Exactly. Yeah, I drove. Well, or I should say, my dad drove. But it was very enjoyable. I got to meet a lot of people. I got to meet, uh, I got to meet the guys from uh, Tommy, from uh, uh, that flipping uh, This flipping this podcast. podcast. This flipping podcast. I'll be always wrong about everything. And then I got to meet Nate Shivers. First oh, yeah, I never got to talk- meet Nate. Nope, never did. So I get to meet Nate. It was very cool, very nice, very friendly guy. God, we were talking about Netherlands a little bit since I go over there and he now lives there. We met the doctor. We did the doctor. <laughs> right? He's Dr. John. <laughs> he is Dr. John. He is the uh, John Cawson, and uh, he actually has a uh, podcast with him and his uh, – not a podcast, a video cast. Yep. He does YouTube video. series Yes, of him and his daughter playing uh... – Pinball machines in this basement. Yep. So, Very nice. He gave us both keychains. Awesome. It says "Good day, mate" on it. He, he gave us other. He gave other people out there. I saw Tim Tams again, though. Oh, but yeah, yeah, Tim Tams. Yeah, and, and um, while I was walking around, I talked to the other, all the other podcasters that use Podcast Garden, and they said, "Yeah, they're not getting stats either." So yeah, so so we're all screwed. We're screwed. We're all screwed. What does that mean? We can't find our stats. Yeah, stats. We used to get analytics of like downloads. Downloads, not uh, anymore. Yeah, but not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> they just they just say zero. They just so don't, it you, just doesn't if you, work. If you Google for this, you'll find a million people with that problem, or no? Everyone Probably. usually, I think now has been that problem. The the thing is, the reason people use Podcast Garden because it's cheap. You know, it's like if if you only post like once a month, it doesn't cost anything. I gotcha. If you post like every week, like we do, it's like forty dollars a year. Yeah, and the things are out there forever. So, it, it, if we want really good analytics, you'd have to go to a more professional, like hosting. Yeah, you know, like Libsyn or whatever the hell it's called. And there, and to post and to to do what we do, it would be like I think twenty dollars a month. It's mm-hmm. like two hundred forty dollars a year, and I ain't paying that. Yeah, no. sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry, we, we need to be making some money off the podcast if we're going to do that. Yeah, which we don't. It's not about the money. It's about the love of pinball. Yes, it is. And you have a love of pinball, too, actually, Steve, since you are doing the pre-tournament. For the nice segue. I am the master that, that of That was the master yeah, of so, segues. So next, next uh, Papa Circuit event is coming up. It's the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open. Um, Bruce is talking about a pre a uh, pre-BPSO tournament that I'm running the Thursday before, and um, I can tell you that it's at the same of, at the same location, that Pocketeer. Pocketeer. It is limited to 50 players. There, This is everything I know coming up in bullet items. There are <laughs> 26 people currently registered. Including so yours truly. So you can come say hi to one of the same podcast guys. So there's room for 24 this. more people. And I know that people will be starting to, you know, like really starting to think about the next event naturally now that uh, Replay FX is done. Yes. So jump in. You can find it on Facebook. If you go to Buffalo Pinball, you can dot uh, com. You can find more information about that. If you go to the Buff- Buffalo Pinball on Facebook, you'll find an event for Buffalo Pinball Summer Open. It's actually called the Pre BPSO Three Strikes Tournament. So like that's what you'd want to be. Uh, searching for on Facebook, find that information, you'll find out how to pre-register. I'm going to give it a pretty good chance of not selling out and that you'd be able to um, potentially add yourself um, on the day of the tournament 
but and it goes for a good cause. It's for all for Steve. <laughs> no, the, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent payout oh, okay. um, of what gets taken in. It's twenty dollars per. Per, it's twenty dollars per person. I'm gonna. I actually am down uh, eighty one cents because someone did not send me friends and family. Fail. 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 I'm okay, I'm okay with that. It was someone yeah. who's really good at pinball, so I, I'll allow it. Uh, $20 a person and everything minus uh, the $50 basically that I paid for the, the trophies. Mm-hmm. So it's right now the, the prize pool with the 26 people is $471. I could even tell you what first place would be if you care. No. Sure, we care. Well, how many people get to pay out if it goes full? Uh, right if it goes to 26 people per the rules, we'll go to five and okay. we're at 26. So even if people drop out, I'm sure other people will add. So I'm almost going to guarantee that there'll be enough to pay out six. Uh, what did I say? I hope I said five. five. You just said, yeah. You yeah. Said five. That, that's, that's the number. Nice. So don't forget. And then that's the day before the Buffalo pinball open, which is going to be the Friday, Saturday, and then the finals be on Sunday. With- Got it. And, and there'll be a classic, uh, classic, tournament on friday and a classics tournament on saturday like how papa does it so it's a lot of pinball for people to be playing you could you know really focus on one thing or the other or all of them if you're uh super into it so definitely come play my classics go, go uh-huh. to pin, go to go to pin, buffalo what was that again is it buffalo pinball buffalo pinball.com yeah, encouraging people to just go to Buffalo in the summer. It's fun. It's nice, nice yeah. and hot. It's fun. You can go see the uh, Niagara Falls. See the Falls, 20, 30 minutes away. Come play some of my classic games. Eat some Buffalo there wings. There you go. Eat some Buffalo wings. They just call wings, them wings. But, oh, they just go to wings. Gabriel's Gate. Gabriel's Gate. That's the best place for wings in Buffalo. That's actually from Nick Lane, and he brought me there, and it is the best. Yeah, he never brought me there. He, he only threatened to. No, threatened to. Oh, I know. I, I was the first time I was ever in Buffalo was last summer at this time, and uh, I didn't eat one wing, not even a single wing. And they're gonna have food trucks again this year. Yep, with your ice yeah. cream, Ron. So you're good with that. Yes. Yeah, they do, they do a really good job with this tournament. Um, they they've yes. gotten a lot of feedback. That's why. Um, that's why it's a circuit major this year. Yeah, that yeah, that means so a lot. There's gonna be a, I believe, a certain sharp that will be playing there. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. The same one I was there last year. The same one I was there last year. So the uncertain sharp is the one who came in second, and the certain the, the certain one is the one the uh, the yes. one who's won one yes. before. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Very good. I know. I know that uh, Robert Gagno will be there because oh, he is cool. registered for the <laughs> the pre BPSO three strikes tournament. Very and cool. Be and really weird if he played in that and then not not the rest of it. Maybe but. he's going on vacation. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they're just going to Niagara Falls the next day. They're not playing in the Buffalo Open. He's not. He's mm-hmm. not. And then two weeks from now is actually the Saratoga Pinball Show right by Ron's house. Oh, oh, okay. But yep, we might as well just go through the events coming up now. Yep. While we're doing it. Yeah, while we're doing this. So. This upcoming Sunday, actually, at Rock Fantasy will be the Star Wars launch party. Bam, bam, so, bam, yeah, so check that That's out. For Timmy. Maybe it'll be up to code one by then, or maybe not. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. Hopefully it's on code that doesn't crash and has yes. some kind Which of wizard mode. 8, 0.87 didn't. Yeah. Uh, but in 0.87, they lowered a lot of the scoring. At least that's what the Which release note said. So that's, that's actually a good thing. It's kind of ridiculous. Then... The next weekend after that, at Saturday, is the Saratoga Show. Yes. 
The first year of the show. It's first a brand year new show. and possibly last year if we don't get more games. Games, games, games. Yeah. We need more so games. Bring one run? Well, if I can get if you're not coming, I have to get Zach to help me get it there then. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. How far is that from how far are you to the show? Me, three and a half hours. No, no, Ron. Me, let's see. I'm, I'm see it's I'm still in like I live in colony mode, which is where I used to live. Which wouldn't really wouldn't be that far at all. Probably only like half an hour, or maybe twenty minutes, twenty minutes to half an hour. So it's probably more like forty minutes now or something. And what direction are you in compared to the show? South. Oh, that's the wrong direction. If you were if you were north, it would be easier for me to help you. Like I could say I could, you know, on my yeah. way down, help you bring a game there. But yeah, left. I'm probably going to be bringing the flash. Thing is, I, what I want to do, I want to get the old boards back in the Flash, make sure they work, and then I'll bring it and actually just put Which it for you sale. You only have ten days to go. Yeah, yeah, I know. And if you I guess, do it, I'm going to bring. I'm going to go grab Stargazer. I know Stargazer. I'm going to grab up Quicksilver from Ron and bring that there. You guys want to talk me into bringing a game to this thing? Because uh, yeah, bring a game. It, bring I a know. Game. I know Please. that's how you support shows. Support. I know. I know. And I'm I'm going to the show as far as I know. It's just I don't want to commit to. Anything that I'm not going to be able to follow up on. I'm I'm in the middle of like a long stretch of pinball tournaments, and and it started before before Replay FX too. It's it's like ten weekends, and eight of them are pinball. I know that's why I took a couple weekends off. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of August is kind of New York points whoring week or month oh for my. me. Yeah, I mean, there's the Star Wars large party. There's the uh, well, I don't know if Saratoga is going to have a tournament, but the next day. The Sunday after the Saratoga show is going to be the Rock Fantasy Summer Open, mm-hmm. more upstate points, and then the weekend or, after that, yep, is the Buffalo show, which I'll be playing more upstate points. And the weekend mm-hmm. after that, for me, is the New England Pinball League Finals, which you know that's kind of a big deal in terms of the the opportunities, but it's also like I have to stay over. It's four hours away from me in Connecticut, so it's like it's as big as any other. You know, tournament roughly for me to get to. Mm-hmm. I like that. Opportunities. Yeah, I'll have a break. <laughs> oh, for me, no. Sorry, the twenty-six is actually first night. Ne- first night of league for Western New York. Oh, and then and then the night the following weekend is the Ottawa show, and even though I'll, it'll be like the the end of the run of ten weeks, eight shows or whatever, I'm going to the Ottawa Pinball Show. That's a really good show. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And that's only uh, that's only four hours for me. You'd think that Ottawa would be a faraway place, but that's an easy drive. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's a very good thing. So that's that's what's going on for next month. Yeah. So we have a league run out here, and we have thirty people in one pinball league. Thirty people. Wow. And it filled up. Do you get to play more than one game? We play five per night. Wow. Nice. Impressive. What's the format? Match play. Random assignments all the time, yes. or is it? Yep. Sw- random. Sw- we actually last year did it where not one we tried to, but it was mostly you played almost every person in the league, and sometimes you played them twice in eight months. So That's not bad. That, but that wasn't that doesn't sound random then. That sounds well. Like no, were, we were trying to make it so yeah, balanced. Group, you weren't yeah, balanced, more balanced. But Thanks. once in a while, we have to go. You know, you have to get towards the end. You're like, oh god, this guy's gonna have to play with this person and. 
we were, you know, you plotted that a little more. It's but. actually much harder to do than it would sound like. It's, oh, it seems it's like terrible. Could, it seems like you could just snap your fingers and make it pretty close, but oh, it, God. if you're lucky, you get somewhat close and only a few people angry. Yep, and they, they weren't too angry, you know. I think we had one person that had to play somebody three times, and they were like, okay, well, it could have more, you know, with, you know, generated and that kind of stuff also. So we do pretty good with it. We have a good time. 30 people. Going to people's houses, there no, you know, it's all out house locations, which is really nice, also for the Western New York. Nice. So looking forward to that. That's my rest of my August. Oy vey, oy. Speaking of August, there was news in August. That was a terrible segue. There was news in July. There was there was a terrible segue right there. Yeah, see how I'm smooth and easy talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for piece oh of news. Time for piece of news. Piece of news. We have the, while Pinberg was going on, we had the total nuclear annihilation reveal. Dun, dun, dun. And, which it looked just like you thought it would look, which a retro mm-hmm. look. I mean, it, I love it. It's got like the, the side rails look like an old 80s game. It does. But the price doesn't look like an old 80s game. New no, 6K. Yeah, which is not a surprise. I didn't think it would be anything less than that. No. I know a lot of people like, oh, Bart, if it's 4000 like it's not going to be 4000 It's no. going to be more than 4000 So what, what did you think? The backlash looks good. I like how they I like how they kind of made the nuclear part of it like really small. So when mm-hmm. you look at it quick, it still looks like it just says total annihilation. I liked it. I, I want to play one again with the new artwork and everything like that. So we'll just see. We shall see. They're going to make as many runs as they have to, up to 50. I might have to look at it more closely, but I, I have nothing to criticize. Like, I don't... No. Um, I, as far as art and that you know that stuff goes, it, for me, it just has to be a baseline of okay, and, and it's it's beyond that. So I'm, I'm, I'd be perfectly happy with that game. I agree. Yeah. I'm, totally. I'm easy to please for artwork. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, like, you said... It's exactly what you'd expect, but like, even though I could, even though I know what they were saying conceptually for what the top of the playfield is going to be and the bottom and the reactor area and all that stuff, it's like, nah, I needed to see it. Like, I've, I, my imagination's terrible, so it really pulled it together for me and it made it, you know, much more uh, coherent or whatever. Like to to be able to understand what they were doing. So like, it, it it went from a hey, this game is kind of interesting, keep it on my radar. Now it's like move it to the front of the thinking about buying it kind of a kind of a thing i'm not buying it sight unseen like it'll be wait for reviews and some videos and stuff but but i i i certainly i I have not ruled it out by any stretch i played it so i have that advantage yeah that's cool yeah and there's only been one prototype so unless you get to get to where that is it was at the texas show so i got to play that yep and and you liked it oh yeah i liked it a lot um, if you if you look at the cabin, it looks like it looks like it should say Bally Midway on the side because of yeah, the, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the ball there. That's what it looks like, and really it's got the topper on it, which kind of makes sense. I would think when the reactor is about to blow up, that that will be rotating. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think they got a winner. I think they'll have no problem selling these. And then you have Stern putting out some great news, also. Uh, well, th- how about Highway? They're entering into full production of I, Alien. I, which... Until they're coming out, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> yeah, well, they announced that they're entering into full production of Alien, which I kind of already thought they were entering entering into full production, but I guess not. And if you noticed, if you noticed uh, another company that was putting out things every Friday, guess what they didn't do this Friday? Put something out. You got it. How you doing? Mm. 
Yeah. 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 We won't talk about that. Yeah, but uh, Stern. Stern, yes. According to Stern, insert ghosting is normal. It's normal. It's normal. It's part of the pinball process. Yep. I'll, I'll even, it's short, so I'll read this. This is actually now in their Star Wars manual. And, you know, it has stuff like that they've always had in there, like dimples. Like, your playfield will have dimpling. And after yes. a while, it'll have so much that it'll even itself out and all that, which is, which, you know, that's true. I mean, fine, great. But they added this little blurb. Normal plastic insert crazing. In other words, tiny stress cracks and ghosting small cloudy areas around insert ed- edges are often seen in pinball machines due to, <laughs> yeah, a, com- they are. <laughs> due to a combination of plastic mold stress, pushing of inserts into purposely undersized holes, and heating and breaking of inserts plastic skin when the play field is sanded. You said that they added it, but did you like this the, to clarify? It's at the beginning of the the Star Wars manual, right? Yeah, like yeah. page one. Yep. Page one. Yep. Yes. So, yeah. folks, ghosting is normal on Stern. On Stern. I know it's your podcast and everything, but I, I totally have a take on this. If you're ready, take away. All right, so you can do your rant. My no, no, you wish, you wish out there. <laughs> uh, my my take. On Stern's customer service, and I've seen a little bit of this firsthand. I've I've bought one new inbox Stern game in the past. Um, my take is they have they say one thing in their warranty, and then they try as much as they can to go above and beyond. And I know that there's people on Pinside who have definitely had experiences where they're not or they're getting blown off for whatever reason. But but in general, my overall impression is that they try to go above and beyond what's in their you know the, the stated warranty for parts and things like that. Um, but they had they, you know, when they didn't have this language in there, they ha- you know they had two months for the boards and you know whatever what, a year for whatever. But they they would they would fall back to that when the customer was uh you know maybe pushing things or when they need when they absolutely need to and there was no other choice. So mm-hmm. I still think they're going to take that approach unless they have new management or a new management direction where even though this page says this. They're never going to refer to it. If you get a playfield that has all of your inserts are you know glossy, you know uh, ghosted over, um, that they'll they'll address that. I I don't think that they're gonna that they're it's a brand new world where they're gonna say this clearly defective playfield is you know that have fun with that and and that's all yours to keep. Mm-hmm. I, I I just, I just I until until either, that starts happening to people, I don't think it will. It just leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. Like, what happens if you do? You have to now even bang your head more against the wall trying to, you know, you know, it's just, you know, like buying a new car. What if you got a car, you know, and oh, hey, you know, not for nothing. You, you only have five cylinders in your car. You got ordered a V6, but you already got a dead cylinder. But that's normal. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think the question is going to be where in, in practice they end up drawing the line for people. Like, cur- you know, currently, I think people are getting taken care of in the long run, whether they're, you know, getting getting the runaround now or not. But the question is going to be, will Stern be saying, well, you have a couple, you know, just a couple inserts there and we're not going to deal with you. Um, if, if that starts happening, we'll know it. You know, there'll, there'll be enough people coming on 
coming on Pinside and wherever else to, to say that this is my experience and, and we'll start to know it. So, you know, that that means that people can sit and wait on, wait on the sidelines and, and see how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. As, as I know, but it, it, you shouldn't have to bang your head against the wall. I know how hard it is sometimes. When I was working with them, when I had the uh, back when X Men X LE came out, and it was their first game with the uh, the fiber op- not the fiber optic cables, but the data cables transmitting the uh, the signals between one to another. They had a lot of ghosting. We called it not ghosting really. It was like lights turning on when they shouldn't have, and they didn't have shielded properly cables. And when I finally figured it out with a couple other people, we sent a private video saying, "Hey, this is your, your problem with this." And actually, John Borg actually emailed me directly. He's like, "What do you What do you know?" And I said, "Well, if you cover this cable with shielding, you're, it'll all go away." And I showed him a video of the next one, and I got to thank you very much. And that was it. But at least I was able to help them out because being from the phone business side, we saw a lot of crosstalk. We called it. So this was LEDs that were ghost. Ghosty blinking like that. Well, yeah, what was happening was in the in the uh, in the Magneto and Wolverine, they had like little boards and they had wires that were firing the pulse to fire, you know, the LEDs. And they were such thick cables that they would be wrapped around next to each other, like the old wood days with incandescent bulbs, where you didn't care about it. But when they were wrapped so tightly next to each other, the current would actually jump the one wire and go to another wire. Ah, so it actually instead of like you know, it would be like the lock, you know, let's say you're locked. You no, know, where was it? It was actually on the dark Phoenix lights going up into, you know, there's four lights going towards the, towards the, uh, kick out hole on next to Wolverine, you know, the, the one to the yes. right of Wolverine, under the left of Wolverine. And you would see all four sometimes do like when one was flashing, all four would always be flash, almost be flashing. And then when we finally said, Hey, here it is. I had the private video and then came back and here, here's how you fix it. And they were like, Oh wow. And then, Within weeks, they were sending out new cables. So, do they uh, issue a service bulletin for that? And did they uh, mention, they did mention your name? I think it was. If people complain, they, you know, here you go, here's the cabling, you know, and then they told their distributors also. They didn't put a, two, a true blue T, uh, TSB out on it. Okay. But it was pretty cool. And I was like, oh, good. They finally got it fixed. And, you know, I by then I had sold the game. <laughs> so, when Bruce isn't fixing coverage of Pinberg, he's fixing X-Men games. See? Exactly. Again, you should send your fan mail to Bruce. Yes, and, and you hate mail to Ron, because Ron just hates everything. No, Zach hates everything. I don't oh, hate everything. Okay, <laughs> Get that right. <laughs> Let's see, what other news items? That, that's about it. I mean, most of it's Pinberg related. Pinberg's the only thing that matters, because that's, that's what everyone wants to talk about. No, no one wants to talk about tournaments. No, I know. No I one know. cares about tournaments they care luckily about... steve bowden proved that to us by saying that yep poor steve who had to sit there for and he probably loved every second of it but man he was there yeah, for like six five, hours well the, the semifinals and finals or at least four and a half to five hours they had to sit there i can't talk about pinball for that long he did and did very well that's why he is the ambassador for pinball i'm just gonna call him the ambassador so uh game you like game you hate Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, the pressure. Oh, there's no pressure. All right, so my game that I like is Scorpion. And I, I know that's not going to be uh, what? necessarily really? a popular choice among all competitive players or this podcast. But See, Bruce? Some people like it. Some people like it. And, and um, 
I want to know how Bruce plays Scorpion. Be, 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 you don't get to you don't get to have an opinion on it if you don't know how to play it. So Bruce, tell me I, how to play Scorpion. I don't. I don't want to play it anymore. I've played it a couple times. It sucks. Algar's you... highly superior. <laughs> no, the upper Algar's play field a, sucks. Algar's the a... upper play field sucks. I do right, like so... one thing about Scorpion: the the shot up the middle that spins around and comes back around. The loop shot that is really cool. Your job on Scorpion is, if you didn't know this, is to light the spinner, and you do that by getting one, two, three, and yep. four, five, six, or just two banks of one, two, three, or two banks of four, five, six, and then when the spinner's lit, you then you can rip it from the any of the flippers, which is cool, any except for the lower left flipper. Um, so any of the three between the upper left, the upper right, the lower right. Um, if, if, if it's a pop one and it's really rippable, then it's super fun. But what your job is at that point when the spinner's lit is to lock a ball and then you plunge the ever-living crap out of the plunger and make the spinner, yeah, spinner really go. Yeah, really go. And that's super fun. And who doesn't like to win a game like that? And then, you know, play some multi-ball, rip some more spinner. And then if, if I'm playing competitively in like a heads-up or any other kind of match – I want to leave my opponent's one ball locked if I possibly can help it. Or if if, the, if I do leave one lock, I don't feel bad about that, that because there's kind of a lock barring situation. So if they step, if you step up to that game and you're player two and there's a ball already locked, you lock a ball, the ball will kick out. So if I lit the spinner and then I locked a ball in that scenario and I'm player two, instead of me having a plunge, now the ball gets kicked out and I don't get the awesome power plunge to multiple, you know, tens of thousands of spins. So uh, I, I think it's a cool uh, game, but only really if the spinner's dialed and it's, you know, you treat it kind of like a uh, space shuttle in terms of multi-ball is really just used to do the fun thing that is the fun thing in the game. I like it. I, I totally get why people wouldn't like it because it's slow and goofy and also it has like the, cra- the crazy-ass outlane drains that are just like a half mile an hour, you know, mm-hmm. like really awful. Like I, I understand, but I still like it. Okay. Well, that's your choice. I have no problem with your choice. <laughs> it still sucks to me, but it's your choice. <laughs> yeah. well, now, you know, now you know how to play it. Maybe you'll play it. The, uh, maybe you'll, you'll beat me on it and then you'll like lord it over me. And that's a good way to enjoy a game. Right. Yeah. But uh, it would be, but I had a key. I had to hear Keith Elwin a couple times this weekend, come up to us and say, what did he say, Ron? Medusa sucks. Algar sucks and Medusa sucks. Medusa still sucks. He said Algar Medusa sucks. Suck. When did he no, say When did he, he say said it to me? Oh, he said it he said to you. Me. He doesn't like times. Medusa. Okay. No. All right. Real quick, how do you like the spinner on Algar? Uh, I can't remember, but it's pretty easy. Well, it's then the, how how can you say you you don't even remember yeah, the rules? Yeah. I'm with it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. It's, it's a great easy, easy game. That's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so easy. easy. How you do it? Yeah, you can't remember how to do it. It's so easy. Fail. Nope, I go for multipliers. I go for multipliers. Fail. fail. Let, let me. Multipliers. Multipliers. Mute, let me mute Kona. Bruce here. Okay, Steve. What's the game you uh, hate? <laughs> All right, so my game to hate. I think I might also be in trouble with Bruce here, but we'll see. It is title fight. And oh, here's the thing: some games, fun. some games that you're that you hate, you just you know you hate from the get go. And like every everything about playing them is just annoying or boring or both. Um, title fight is not like that. I totally admit it. Like the first time anyone plays title fight, probably if they're reasonable at pinball, they're gonna enjoy it. Or the first ball, at least, they're gonna do the thing 
They're going to get the thing going. They're going to see how to fight. They're going to start winning those fights. They're going to start winning those fights. They're going to win those fights. They're going to win the fights until it gets kind of hard. They're going to stop winning the fights, and then they're not going to have anything to do. And they're going to be really bored, and then they're not going to want to do that again because that's the exact same thing you do on every single ball of title fight because that's the most that's important title fight. thing to do. That it's, it's, it, it, it becomes like the worst chore in the world by ball two of that game. I agree. Not yeah. disagreeing on that one. Yeah, it's a uh, and what's and, and I think I only bring it up because there's plenty of games that are as bad as that. But I'm really bringing that one up because I see a lot of people saying that they like it. And I'm I'm wondering if they're you know if the if they've only played one game of it because like give it give it three like give, give it until you get like unbelievably bored with it and then see if you'd ever want to buy it again like or they ever want to this- play it again. They have that at Sanctum, don't they now? Yes, they, they sure oh, do. Yeah, I'm sorry, they, they sure I'm do. sorry, Sanctum, guys. It's right by the entrance, right? It's one of the first games, if it's where you yeah, it remember. Yeah, it's still the same That's place. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah, so okay. it's cool. I'll agree with one of yours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's always important that the host agrees. Yes, I'm one at least. Okay, who's going next? You can go next, Ron, since I am not the host. I'm the co-host. All right, let me see. I'm looking at all the games I played. Other game I like, and I don't believe I'm saying this, and and Zach will probably like me and then get on my case for saying this, but I didn't have any issues with Spanish Eyes. I love Spanish Eyes. Oh my god. Does that have a center pop bumper? Yeah, and center actually and a loop in the middle. Yeah, and if you can get used to that center pop bumper, you can actually save the save ball it. when it's mm-hmm. like below where the flippers are and get it out of there, which is pretty mm-hmm. neat. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if you hit the um the little rollover on top to make the pop bumpers worth something, then okay. you can just hit it up there and get the pop bumpers over and over and over. Yeah. So I, I was surprised. Uh, maybe it's because I got a three on that. <laughs> maybe if I got a zero, that'd be different. But uh, no, I like that. Oh, God, game I, I hate. Let's see. Um, I think, I see, I want to say a game, but I'm, I know I've said it before. You can even I say, get- like, you could even say like Pinberg, blah blah blah. Oh no, no. Royal Royal Flush Deluxe. Oh God! Now they have a Royal Flush in EM, which I really didn't have that much of a problem with. But Royal Flush Deluxe should be flushed. It, it should be flushed. It it it's just, and that's another one I completely played wrong and was informed by Zach later. Like, oh yeah, it lights up these hands, and that's what you're supposed yep. to be shooting. Like, oh. Yep. Okay, that's probably why I didn't get anything. Right, for the different balls, right? Maybe? He's got inserts in the middle that supposedly, like, you know, what hand you're supposed to want to get, and those are the drop targets you're supposed to be hitting. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. I was was playing it more like the EM or, like, other games like that I played before where you want to almost not hit the targets and hit it up in the lanes above the targets. Like Cardwiz. Yeah, like that, that kind of deal. Yes. Which was completely wrong way to play it. And Fail. cost me another zero. Yes. Fail. Now, how, how do you feel about these um, these games in general that are the electronic remakes of the classic uh, Gottliebs that they, EMs that they sold a lot of? They suck, most of them. <laughs> they no. suck. No, that's, that's the, I'm talking about the subset that we're, you know, that this is. Like, the, he's talking like the, you know, um, the Eldorado City of Gold. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yep. Eldorado. I, yeah. I, I stay yep. with what I said. They suck. 
Other one, the, uh, Amazon Hunt is a uh, not famous version. Uh, a lot of people haven't seen or played that game, but I had one, and it's a it's a copy of Fast Draw, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stick it with the EMs, sucks. folks. <laughs> Why? When you hit two targets, you only get credit for one. I don't care. It's it's just more fun. To to me, it's like you want to talk about no originality at that point. Do the EMs have electronic jungle noises? Because I like electronic jungle noises. <sighs> Play Jungle Lord. Actually, don't play Jungle Lord. I take that don't back. Don't play Jungle Lord. Don't, I don't, don't. I take that back. Forget I said that. Play Congo. Yeah. Which doesn't I really have, one have of those. It doesn't have jungle noises, though, does it? Really? No, uh, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, not, you're not, right. Ba- not background noise. Yeah. No. Well, what's it got? Jungle Hunt multi- Multiball. It's got to have some kind of jungle-type music. Yeah, Jungle Jackpot. Jungle Jackpot. Or, or what's it called? Some Ghost Tribe Multiball? Yeah. That's some deep stuff. Like there nobody thinks about the name of that thing. There you go. Yeah. Hey Bruce, wow us, wow us. Hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wow you actually. Game I like. This is gonna blow your mind away. Jumping Jack. Nice. All right. I had a great game on that at Papa in a Pinburg, and I really fell in love with it. Went back for more. Is that the one that with like two saucers on the top behind the to... huge line of drop targets? Yep. Okay. You got it. They made a two-player and a four-player, right? And they're different yes, names. They did, yeah. yeah. And you have to get it in the lit one at some point on your ball. Otherwise, yep. the drop targets aren't worth anything. They're worth nothing. Yeah. Yep. So, game I hate. And me and Levy talked about this afterwards. It was so funny. World Cup. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. The thing is, like, no, that's, that's an easy target. Nobody likes that game. No, but it's too easy because we spent... We were... A, lower A, and we spent 20 minutes on that game. Four people could not. It was just like drop, catch, drop, catch, pop, uh, we The were ball just like, would go. Oh my God. The ball goes to little saucers outside yep. of the flippers. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's terrible. By the way, Ter- folks, he's not talking about World Cup soccer. No, I'm talking about World Cup. 1977. Williams has the same kickouts uh, by the flippers like Space Mission does. Yep. But worse. Those flippers look pretty close together. Yeah, they do. They do look close <laughs> like together. Basically ball-sized. Now, how about as bad as this one? Black Belt. It looks like a great winning game next to that thing. <laughs> I owned a Black Belt. I'll defend Black Belt. Oh, uh, okay, defend Black Belt. Um, it's not terrible. Uh, <laughs> that was a good defense. <laughs> it's not. It's not good either. No, it's not. It's oh terrible. man. No. It, well, if you get one, like if you owned it, it man, maybe not. But but if you dialed in on the shots and you could like actually hit the ramps two thirds of the oh, time, like I actually, actually hit the ramps. You hit the ramps. That's the problem. The ramp. That's one. Yeah. That's like mine was mine was fine. My flippers were good. I get the ramps were you know not broken and what have you. So I could hit the shots. I you know I had it with extra balls on. So the challenge is if you finish the body part on the lay. On, oh, if you if you finish the guy on the body, the extra ball lights. If the last body part is the his nuts, then mm, you get next, oh my. Then, then you get then it's time then you get an extra ball in addition to getting your your play field multiplier. So the rules are actually pretty good and there's other stuff to go for. Um but yeah, uh you know, I could totally understand why it would suck if 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 if, if it doesn't play well. Those bally games with the, the plastic rats, I'd almost like to take one 
rip out the flipper max, put their older style Bally flipper yeah. max in, and people, see people do that and see what kind of difference that makes if it, if it helps mm-hmm. it. Yeah, the the, the sixty eight hundred three whatever they're they're not great. No, they're no, not. No, they're not. No. The other thing is, um, what is great is heavy metal meltdown is still great. That's a heavy 60, right? metal meltdown. meltdown. Still, I there's played, a couple sixty eight hundred threes I'll deal with. I played that again. It's still awesome. My favorite sixty eight hundred three. Total nuclear annihilation. Damn, very good. That's a sixty eight oh three, right? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell so you one thing. I ain't I ain't paying a cent to buy that if it's got a number pad on it. Yes. No yeah. way in hell. Oh zing. Oh, oh 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 so um you know what's a sixty eight oh three that doesn't have a number pad? Ah, uh, Bruce, you know stuff. I hear you knowing stuff all the time on this podcast. I don't I didn't know if there this was is, one. This is some this is oh the number pad. Oh whoops. So this is some deep knowledge here. Uh, Atlantis. Okay. Well, it's not really. It, well, the problem is it's a it's a hybrid. But the MPU is a sixty eight hundred three. That, that would, the sound that was not. But that would have been where the number pad came in. So I, yeah. I'm still gonna not give you partial credit for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a hybrid. I don't consider it. You didn't give him a chance <laughs> to guess though. No, I, I was. Gonna, no. I was. I was gonna go towards the higher number one. Yeah, yeah, but you never got a chance to guess. He just said what the answer was. Well, when he said that he didn't know that the number no, had existed, I, said it oh, I yeah. thought he, I thought I was thinking along the lines because the first one was, of course, eight ball champ. Eight ball and champ. That was the first so, well, actually, as soon as he said the question there, it had to be whatever one of the last ones was. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking along the same way too. But you know, you, you can get those replacement. Um, you can actually get those replacements. They're, they exist. So them, don't GLM don't give up them. if you're out there and they broke. You GLM makes them. Okay, yeah. Bradley Larry makes them. Yep. Hey, guess what I got in the mail, Bruce? Oh, nine you did? ball light boards. Now the funny thing is, my light boards are perfect. Oh, because I replaced some of them. Why did you want one then? Because I wanted better. No, I want better, not working. Better. I want better than working. Yeah, I want nice, solid strobing lights all the time. Yeah, which mine are shot to hell. Yeah, yours is pretty bad. Yeah, mine is pretty bad. He's talking about the light boards underneath the. Uh, the in, next to the right of the uh, drop targets. A nine and ball. Also, and all the nine balls themselves. <laughs> I got nine balls. The, the, so, the ones that say wow? No, no, no the, the actual ones, balls. The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like the grid. Oh. The middle, the grid, the, di- yeah. the diamond pattern. Yeah, they're on so a, those, are bo- those are boards. Yes, unfortunately, yes. So when they go bad, you're screwed. Then you gotta start trying to like file metal down and try to solder them to the board itself and try to get the solder to stick, which is nearly impossible. Pain in the ass. <sighs> oh, oh, sorry. Oh, the, the, the official yawn. Hey, it's the first one. First one, and that this late, this is pretty good. All right. So I think it's time for the slam ball oh, bag. It's not. No, oh, it's it's not. oh, you want to go slam ball bag? Oh, you want to go slam ball bag? You want to go someone else? We can go slam ball bag. Let's go slam ball bag first. What? What were you gonna do? What's my favorite segment? Oh, God. we're going to do that? Of course. Oh, God. Oh, yes, all right. I'm going to make it work. All right, it's all only, right. I want five, that's all. Five? I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, so, I don't know what we're talking about. Would I buy that or would I not buy that? Oh, nice. His favorite I know what we're segment. About. It is my favorite. You're, getting, you're an honor. It, it doesn't always happen when we have guests on. I'm going to buy all of these things. Because the so Bruce ruined. can't buy them. Are you by eBay, both of you gentlemen, so I can give you the ticket numbers. 
The race is on, Ron. You're not buying these things. Ticket number 162 600 905 952. Buy it now. Done. There is Centaur. no buy it now. Centaur. Yes. Back last year? Centaur. It's the whole machine in El Paso, Texas. I don't know if there is or not. Let's see. But you can still get the back. That's an important part of any game. It's broken. Great. But the play field looks pretty good on this thing. I was looking at the play field, even though they cover up a lot of it with, like, crap. The play field in the middle is pretty nice. With the glass, with the, oh, I I should have let you say, but the glass is on, right? Of course. That's Ron's pet peeve. Of course it's on. Fail. They took... If you're taking this many pictures, just take two extra minutes of your life. Well, the coin door, the coin door is really nice on the inside. I was surprised how clean that coin door is. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the picture, but, you know. Very a, sad. The outside looks like hell, but the inside looks really if, nice. If the whole game looked like this, it would be it would be fine. $1,400 for a, a Centaur? I That's guarantee where it currently grand. is. Yeah, it's going to go up to like 18 probably. I'm thinking easily. Oh, God, if it's more than that... I, I, you I watch. Know, I don't know what's become of the world. Oh, it's going to go no, bad. No, it's it's going to hell. Eh, it's the coin door doesn't look too bad. Centaurs, no, have, de- Centaurs have definitely gone up. I, it's it's a game that I like, but not for the not at all for the money that they uh, that they're yeah. apparently agreed. Worth. Plus, you'll have to buy orb targets because it doesn't have them. Yeah, oh, which the- it's got like it looks like bullseye targets, and yeah, in this most- game, you really need the correct targets. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. That I can live with. I'm a day away from drop targets being delivered to me. You probably get them <laughs> faster than that. They're probably like right after you order the pinball resources, dropping them yes. off for you. Yeah, we have to pay tax though in New York. Uh, <laughs> you can get them delivered to me. I'll, I'll I'll send them back down to you. There you go. See, cool. Uh, the whole thing would only take three days. Exactly. <laughs> so Bally Hot Dog and Restored is back up again. The, the cheesy oh, one with the written in pencils. Yeah. Yes, I don't want to look at that one again. I know it's one thousand one hundred eleven dollars and eleven cents this time. Oh man, he's trying all kinds of funky things at the price. Yes, the other hot dog and that was from California with a worn middle a little bit, still for sale nine hundred bucks. So here we go. Ticket number three two two. Already bought six, it. Six two one. Seven three one four nine one. You're just talking about this. Ooh. Better you than me. This one's really clean. This the okay, the starting bid's too high. Yeah, it's seven hundred and fifty dollars for a you're, Spanish. You're, you're doing eBay wrong. No, not. It's clean. This one it, they usually wear out in the middle. This, the, this person's but, looking for the magical buyer who's looking for a Spanish eyes. Oh not no, just, of course. Not you, just you any contact game. Him. You contact him and say, hey, I'll give you five for it. It does look nice, though. It is nice. Yeah. Is this is this the Spanish eyes that is worth $750? Does that exist? No, from probably dude, not. From this dude with 94.1% positive feedback? Watch out for yes. that. Woo-hoo. That's a bad number, America, by the way. And here we go. This one's for Ron. And actually, Ron actually, only. That, that, yeah, 94.1 with only selling 28 items. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a little... Uh, you, it, it used with caution. Are you ready, well, Ron? It's, it's, lo- you. it's local pickup only, so that's I, true. You can only get you can only get so much burned on that one. But yeah. good luck. I'm ready, Bruce. Two eight two five nine four one two four nine six six. Ooh, 
Stargazer. Alright. Oh. <laughs> Stern Stars Pinball Machine Backless. It looks oh. a little bit of says. $150. But the problem is. What's the problem here? Look at the location. Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. You were just there. That's yeah. the problem. That's the problem. You can you know people in Pittsburgh who are coming up to the Buffalo Open. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Problem solved. Problem See? solved. You know, solved. It, it doesn't look great, but that's still better. It is better than you. Yeah, which is sad how, how bad these are. What do they do to the Stars back glass to make this bad? I don't know. The His whole, ship is a lot better. The whole game was like $500. Like the back glass is worth 150 well, you you always you can sell yours. You could sell you yours for fifty. Yeah, exactly. And you always look at mine, going, "Oh, you're so nicer." This is assuming they'll let you pick it up or whatever. I bet you they would. All right, it, one more, one last one, one last one. This one's a little high, but I like the game, so it's kind of cool. Three, three, two, three, two, three, four, seven, five, five, seven, two. What on earth is this? Yeah, what do you what what the hell is this, Bruce? You never seen a black sheep squadron? Is it Astro Black Sheep Squadron pinball machine oh, for thirteen hundred dollars? A lot of money, I give you that. But I mean, are it's you rare. high? Yeah, I don't care if it's rare. rare. I'm gonna have to go to IPDB to look at the playfield because the only pictures are upside down. Upside down is great, and with the broken rubbers, really adds to it. <laughs> there are four people watching it. Hey? So it's got to be good. Is one of them you? Yes, one of them's me. Cause I have to watch it. To forget and the, and they uh, left the glass on in the pictures, of course. Glass on always. Super bizarre coin door. Yep. Because it's some weird manufacturer. Is this yep, a, is this it. is this an EM at least? No, it's a digital. It's solid state Bally. using Bally at boards. Nineteen seventy nine. All right, it's using Bally boards. Okay, so that's what's going to ask because otherwise you might be screwed. Nope, Bally boards. Bally everything. Transformer everything. Does it have Bally fun? No. Uh, it's not bad. Is there anything to do? I see I see spelling. There's a spinner. There's a spinner. When you always have a spinner in a Bally, what does that mean? Instant fun. You, uh, this has one of the worst back glasses I've ever seen. It does have I, a worst back glass. Oh, fine. I was I was going to defend it because I kind of I don't hate it. No, that's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, it's it's terrible, but I don't think it is so bad that it is all the way back to being bad. I think it's I think it's 100% on the other side, which makes it good. Uh, so it's, bad is good. It's not Spanish yeah. eyes bad, but it's bad. Yeah. I'm only looking at the, the, the not a lot of detail picture on the eBay one for the back glass. So I, I don't it's know. not Maybe. bad. It's not a bad game. I've played a couple of them. What is the in-lane, out-lane divider situation like? It's hard to tell from the pictures. Is there a, is there a ball guy that is dividing it? Yes. All right. Yep. Maybe, maybe two piece, two piece ball right? Okay. But the yes. the flipper, the the left flipper is really inventive. Do you see what they had? They've got that together. No. Oh, on the. You mean the tape? <laughs> duct tape. Yeah, they got duct tape around it. Yes. So you know, you know, you're getting a quality item item here. God, definitely. It's... You should buy it. I should. Yeah. Free pickup. Local pickup Free. only. Open Chicago. 
I can ask one of the sharp boys to grab it for me. No, it's in Michigan. Am I looking at the wrong Black Sheep Squadron? No, you are. Sterling Heights, Michigan. But I was re- sorry, I was reading Chicago on the thing also. So <laughs> Am I, I looking at the wrong Black Sheep Squadron? There's a good There's some you don't hear every day. Plus, I love the guy's eBay name, Triple X Bullfrog. <laughs> but he has 500 uh, items with 100% um, positive feedback, yeah. so that's pretty impressive. Exactly 500, too. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. What a weird so, name, though. Triple X Bullfrog. Best offer. You should make him an offer. He, he likes Freak frog ship. sex, obviously. Oh, Bruce, are, are you scraping the bottom of the barrel for these things? Because no, 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 we find goods and bads. I like the game. Actually, it's a fun game. If you ever get to play one, you might change your mind on it. Where have you played it? Uh, York. Guy brings it every year until like nice. two years ago. So yeah, I it was really like the description. Just some of the, I don't know, the grammar punctuation. Bought this in a large deal. Didn't know how rare it was till I got it home. The board are in great shape. Semi-working with a capital S for semi. I have no idea. Original legs. No period. Just want to get offers before I restore it. And it's a crazy price. Wow. Paid shipping. What does is, what is, uh, is Boston Pinball say about Black Sheep Squadron? I couldn't tell you to say my life. I'm- here we go. $861 lifetime. And $1,500 is the highest they've ever gone for. See? So. See? So this isn't even the highest, folks. Yeah. Okay. It's time for the slam. The mail ball bag. All right. I love when he throws that. Well, yes, we'll finish up with the mail ball bag. We got a lot. We got a lot it's of filled. them. So we'll try, try to plow through these here. Got um, Sean. Uh, so I was listening to the back catalog of Pinball Profile, and I heard the interview with the Buffalo Pinball guys. They talked about the turdament. The turdament. Yes. And the two of bad. you also discussed on Slam Tilt. So here's a topic for destruction. Destruction? Yeah, that's actually discussion. Bad. Discussion. discussion. Stern's had their fair share of misses, especially in the dark days of pinball manufacturing. If you were to have a tournament of just modern Stern's... Oh, just modern... That meet Bruce's turd rating, what games would be in the Sturdament? As in Sturd, mm. Turdament. From just the Stern era. Oh, then no, include no, then include yeah, Daddy Sega. Sega. Uh most of Sega is, so I just count. It doesn't it does or doesn't include Sega. No, well he that, wants that, first he no, wants just, not, well first he just wants plain Stern, then he wants Daddy East Sega also. Very demanding. Yeah, yes, very demanding. Okay, so Sega everything. Yeah. Sega, yeah. Sega for, everything. You only need to pull out a couple of Segas. Apollo 13. Really? Apollo 13? <laughs> what? Really? Are you doing? Where are you like, removing that game? To, what are you doing with that game? Like It's better than Jurassic it, Park. It's better than... Jurassic Park uh, is in the Sega. And Jurassic oh, Park's well, a good game. Talking about the, you talk about Lost World. The, world. The, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. X-Files sucks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, let's keep on going down those turds. Baywatch? Baywatch is okay. Baywatch is good. It's pretty it's, good. It's, People defend good. it a lot. It's pretty good. Right. I like the shots on Apollo 13. I don't mind it. the 13 ball multi ball is a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. If you can play the regular game, it's not a bad game. Okay. But you can't disable the 13 ball, which yeah. is exa- so, that's the problem. Yeah. The only one I wouldn't be in every Sega except Baywatch. Well, Godzilla's okay too. It's uh, okay. Yeah, Godzilla's okay. Especially for what it is. Data East turds. <laughs> Now you now you have to say what did uh, all early ones. Aren't. No, I like a lot of the early Torpedo ones. Alley's I like Torpedo, Torpedo Alley. Alley. I like Secret Service. I like uh, WWF. Yeah, I like that too. 
that seems so well made too. That's that's the other weird thing about it, right? It's it's not only heavy, but it's like it, the cabinet is just last really action well put hero. Together. Tommy, Ro- even Rocky Bullwinkle, I like. Yeah, uh, Jurassic Park is nice. Yeah, Jurassic. Yeah. I, mean, I can't think of any Daddy's Total Turds. I'm sure they're Simpsons out. Star, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. I like Star Trek. Oh yeah, you're right. Star Trek. Star Trek yeah, 25th anniversary. Yeah, that would be the reason there. that I the reason I always hated Data East when I was playing pinball is because that, that was that was the game. Hook's a turd. Yeah. Oh Hook yeah, Hook. T- You're right, Hook. Even checkpoint. Turd. Uh, so it's tolerable. How about things that people really love, like Phantom of the Opera? That is just not. Oh, that's that much terrible. Me. All right, you're people, right. People defend that one, though. You're right, though. See, I was going to say Daddy's didn't have any, but okay. Now, how about, how about Stearns? Um, see, I don't hate Rolling Stones, and he's got on there. I don't mind. I like Mick on a stick. So, uh, I mean, uh, High Roller Casino, Love which it. is fine, but it's a little ugly, and it Soccer. feels it feels like it's going to fall apart into dust when you play it, at least the ones I've played. Uh, mine, one we have local is pretty good. This, the uh, what's the Stern f- football one? The football soccer one that they did first. They did NF- soccer. NFL Striker Extreme. Yeah, Striker Extreme. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sharky Shootout. Sharky Shootout. I like it. I kind of like it too, but I think we're the only ones, and and I totally understand why it would it would be a turd. IJ Four. IJ Four turd. Fucking hate that. Wait, that's a Sega. No. no. Wait, no, that's Stern. Oh, IJ. I thought I, I was like Independence, Independence Day. Independence Day, okay, Day. no. Yeah. Another no, turn. IJ4, yeah. Oh, IJ4. You know who likes IJ4? Bruce, you know stuff about stuff? Okay, no, I who do not. Operators, make some money. They don't, oh, no. it's a, it's not, a the general public doesn't care, apparently, that it's not the Williams one. Because they're either confused or they just like the 13 uh, ball, multi ball. They're just sick and demented. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what else is a bad one? Uh, Roker's Tycoon. Uh, CSI. CSI. NBA. Terrible. Uh, NBA is okay. Terrible. Yeah, whatever. No, it's. It, I don't think it's terrible. I think. I yeah. think it's. It's not great. And it Space Jam Two is terrible. Space Jam Two is terrible. Whatever. Enough said. What do we think about Playboy, the starting one? I don't I like, mind it. I like the, the shots. shots pretty- I like the shots. Yeah, it's cla- it's it's like standard Gomez. Classic Gomez, yep. Which is yeah. fine. Yep. It works well. Themed old. What else is there? Austin Powers. Austin Powers, yeah, the turd. <laughs> yeah. It's and funny how it can turn into they, they basically turn into Iron Man and fixed it. So yeah. well done well done, Stern. And used the most I mean, they used the time tunnel as the ring. The 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 other thing is the the crossbow. And the uh, yep, and and the the monger yeah, is, is the monger is the um whatever the hell that who, who was that fat bastard or whatever comes up. Uh, it's definitely Star Wars. Star Wars. Tournament. That's what everyone tells you on Pinside. Okay. <laughs> next, uh, next email. Hi guys. It doesn't. Does that have his name in here? Let's see. Jason. Jason. Hi guys. I traded an Elvis for a Tron. And I've been selling a few machines to make up the cash I added to trade. See, I will not out the guy's name, but wanted to share this message from him to me about a machine that I'm selling for 1900 He's haggling me over the price, which is okay. However, 
When I asked him if he wanted to see it tonight, this is what I got back. Okay. Can't tonight have people over. Just got Star Wars and dialed in. Can I get back to you tomorrow? So he's haggling about price when he just got a Star Wars and a dialed in. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Then he adds to it. Oh, I once asked you guys if Harrison Ford characters were on the most number of pinball machines. Let me say, am I saying this right? I once asked you guys if Harrison Ford characters were on the most number of pinball machines with the new Sterns. He has to be right. Uh, well, Harrison so. Ford, is, he's been on oh, now, what? Star Wars, Star Wars trilogy, and Star Wars. People say Indiana Jones, but he's not. It's not him. Yeah, well, it's, it's still Harrison Ford, though. It's, yeah, it is Harrison it's not, it's Ford. Not, it's, it's not. They didn't pay for his likeness. They just made a person who everyone thinks it is no, him. No, it is him on both games. It's not It's not like, um, what's his face? But the, but the difference is, like, if, like you ask him, if, if you ask Harrison Ford if he ever got money for being on that pinball machine, he'll say no because he didn't get paid because they didn't use his likeness. Like, that is a way too close of a likeness that they happen to get away with. It, it doesn't count in my world. But, it, I don't. I don't see how you can defend that and say that it's him, just because everyone thinks it's him. That's not the same as him. If you walk down the street and you see someone that you think it's your friend, and then they turn around and it's not your friend, you no longer think it's your friend. This is what we have here. No, it's not Harrison. no, um, it, 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 it look. It's him. It looks. <laughs> it looks just like him in it the totally. Williams one, and it, and it's a basically a Photoshop picture of him in the uh, the IJ four. When you're walking down the street. Oh, well, IJ4, they might have a license. I'm talking about the Williams one. I'm talking about the Williams one, too. Yeah, it looks like him. I think it's him. Oh. Yep, I have it downstairs. Yep. It looks like him. Yep. I agree when you say it looks like him. There's no question. But when someone yeah, but pointed out paid. to me, yeah, that it's, then paid. I looked at it and I said, oh, yeah, that's not him. You're right. Jesus I, I didn't, Christ. I didn't okay, my, I have I to look at it now. <sighs> I got to take a look nope. at him now. So he also followed up with that email right after with another one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry for the follow-up, but the potential buyer has explained to me that he would have to LED the machine, and that's going to cost him several hundred dollars on his end. <laughs> so it's, yeah, he, you know, it's not LED'd his machine, uh-huh. so he's going to have to spend money to LED it to make it look better. So it's going to cost him several hundred dollars on his end, so I should consider yeah. selling him the machine for way less because the money he'd have to spend on LEDs. I want to know what the odds are of these guys, uh, of this... Uh of the problem guy being a listener of the show. Like, no, zero percent? I don't care. He's, 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 not, sounds he's, not like, he's not being called out by name, so I don't care. He, he sounds like what I, what I refer to among my friends as, uh, and this is really disparaging, as a diaper wiper. Someone, <laughs> someone, someone who's not that, not that interested in playing his games. Let's put it that way. No. Like he, He's more about looking at him. So he goes, I'm, I'm like Ron on this part. I do not like LEDs in my old machine, which is really me also. Not needed, and I have seen awful results on machines I have bought and taken them out. That is definitely me. This really aggravates me that a guy who just bought two machines for over $13,000 is complaining to me about potential costs on something that is not needed. I really hate selling machines, and I wrote back saying, just blow them off. Let me find somebody else to buy the machine. Tell them to pound salt. Pound salt. And going back to what Steve said, it is 100% Harrison Ford. Not only is it Harrison Ford in the flyer, oh, in the flyer they actually have a picture of Harrison Ford, a photograph. It's Harrison Ford. Look at, look at you sticking to your guns. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, he is very, he's very. And not only that, now I'm looking at the side art. I mean, he, I forgot, he's on the side of the, the, the head, too. 
I can't wait for IJ5. So I'm looking at the backlash now. The movie. And it totally it totally looks like him. It is not him. Yeah, it is him. (laughs) It's him. All right, next email we have from Scott. Miss O. When did we mention Miss O? Miss O was a couple episodes ago, I think. No, we talked about it when we were doing the uh, the Pinberg preview. Oh. He says it's a great game, and we're nuts. No. I don't know how I'm nuts. I don't even know what game that is. Fail. Oh. How about Miss O? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Miss O. Miss O. You got the next one. And we got one for, I believe this is from Eric Russell, too, because this is the yes, one that's, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. From, <laughs> he says, I second Tim's rant about the short month. Yeah. Man, I am. Not reading well today. I second Tim's rant about the shot multipliers being out of hand. I was playing the other day and had the multiplier up to 38x and didn't really feel like I had done anything special to get there. My score ended up being a little over 2 billion on a game that didn't feel any better than the average 300 to 5 million games that I usually have. It felt somewhat random. And all of this was done with me basically just setting the multiplier to one of the main shots and leaving it there. I couldn't be bothered trying to change it every shot. He's right on with the game setup rant, too. Some TDs seem to be trying to solve problems that don't exist. When you see them bastardizing early solid state games to reduce ball times, where a ball that lasts over a minute is a great ball on a normal setup, I have to question what they're really trying to do. See you guys on Thursday, meeting at Pinburg. Yes. Yeah, shout out. You didn't mention this on the podcast, did you? What? Our buddy Ryan C. They opened, they started a podcast, and it's called Head to Head Pinball. That's head, the number two, and then head. Yep, they just released their second episode uh, about 14 hours ago. And it was called I Love, Why We Love LEDs? No, it was, uh, our show, this show is 40 times better than the last it was actually a funny title. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm going to listen to it tomorrow while driving around and work. The next is Scott Charles talking about uh, firepower rewrite. He, he's insane. He wants yeah, to do he like a four, he wants to do a four ball multi ball on freaking firepower. You are yeah. insane. Leave it alone. Leave yes. it alone. Uh, I see. Then emails us afterwards. But the subject is Bruce Berg. Yes. Good day, lads. Good day, lads. Well done on making it to A, Bruce. Bruce one, Ron zero. Ron, you have a no fee at home. I'm an average player on my friend's pinball machine. And can I get to make? Can, I, can you get to meet meet your maker almost every time I play? How do you make this thing hard? Left out lane can be touched. To Judy, this is exactly what it says. To Judy, to right out lane and to take extra balls off. Well, first thing, Ryan, is we don't have any extra balls on our machines. That's right, and you never have, never, never, ever have Bruce attempt an Australian accent again. Yes, never. It's unbelievably never. bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> what I would do, Ryan C., actually, it's right. You really can't change the left that much because it's got the kickback there. Just, you know, just you, able to kick back. Yeah, you can just, well, you can change it to, like, hard in the settings. So you got to, it's harder to relight, and maybe it's not lit at the ball start. You can do that. And then on the right side... It's got the uh, the post is like you can slide it back and forth, you know, but you just slide it as far right as you can where it's it's not like in, impinging the shooter lane because you can actually well I went Australian to British there you can slide it over to the right too far where the, the ball actually shooting out will will touch it will spray graze against it 
So just get it as far right as you can without that, without it touching. You can also take the rubber off it if you really want to go crazy. The in-lane out-lane divider, the rubber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and and actually, if you have a, um, let's see, so I don't know, it depends what you have. The non-US X, uh, no fears have a post in the center. You can remove that. Mm-hmm. Rid of that, yep. Uh, they're all they're all drilled with the hole, but the U.S. ones have a nylon like plug. plug in it. Um, you can also change the multi-ball settings to make it harder. I think by default, if you hit the drop target down, it lights the lock, and then the drop target stays down, so you can like lock all three balls. Make it so it's like you have to hit it, goes down, yep. lock a ball, then the target comes back up, and then you got to hit it again. Do that. Unfortunately, unlike Star Trek Next Gen. It doesn't let you turn off locking uh, balls from the um, the first Shoot. shot. Yeah, unfortunately, even though a lot of the a lot of the modes on No Fear are just ripoffs of Star Trek modes, like um, the ski the ski one is just wormhole, hit one shot, yeah. it's over. Skydive is asteroid. Yeah, and there's one, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's there's another one too. There, there's similar modes. Other than that, just keep it steep, keep it fast. That's about... I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. (laughs) 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 How many assholes are on the ship? Yo! (laughs) There you go. Spaceballs, thank you. (laughs) What's what's the guy's uh, name, Ron? Like, his name was Ronald Asshole or something? Yeah, maybe. I think it was. Maybe it was. Last one? Uh, Oh, Scott... Well, yeah, Scott just said, it's a lot of flipper hop. Yeah, there was a lot of flipper hop I saw there. Oh, well, that's intentional, Scott. They're trying to make the games harder on a lot of them. Let's see. Okay, I got the last one here. It's from the Pinball Princess. Another short one. Uh, the subject is, I fear the day my autocorrect takes the L out of tilt. Oh, my. I'll let that, let that sit in there. Everyone get that? No. All right. It says, hi, guys. Hello. I'm Hello. so glad that I got to see you guys at Pinburg. I will definitely hone my skills and re-challenge the two of you one day. Ooh. If you remember earlier, she beat me, but not Bruce. So she's uh-huh. going to re-challenge us. And she says, if I can, my half-throne is nice, but I'd rather prove that I can take you both down. Not get incredibly lucky with Zach giving me a quick, quick how-not-to-fuck-up GoldenEye. He did. <laughs> and to, yeah, and he had a huge game on Goldeneye. What, did, did you beat him or did he beat you? No, he beat me. Because uh, he, he was had on 1.7 to 1.4. And to quickly respond to Tim Ball's analysis of my performance last year, yes, I am fairly certain I know what went wrong. And it wasn't that I didn't eat lunch. It was a combination of factors. A lack of game knowledge and finesse in skill didn't help me. But it was more that my body's energy levels tanked midday, and energy drinks help with it, that a tiny bit, but at the cost of the entirety of my mental state. Furthermore, that last round, 10, I saw my standing, and I knew I was on the cusp, and that pretty much sealed my fate. My mind wrecks me more than anything. Also, if you extrapolate the above, and I tell you my mental state was wrecked before I signed in, that completely explains my performance this year. Enough about me, though. It was great playing with you guys in free play. I have some wonderful pictures of the Slam Tilt host enjoying some Gottlieb System 3s, such as the incredibly complex and satisfying game known as Cactus Jacks. 
Or an egg is known as a fruit. Yeah, that tells you something. I suppose if you consider a fruit to be the seed or seed casing of a tree, and you consider anything that is progenitive component of an organism to be a seed, and an egg is also a progenitive component of an organism, then an egg is a fruit. Godly, Godly logic, logic, totally. Oh, God. Shout out to the Slam Tilt crew for kicking ass at Pinburg too. Woohoo! Well, at least Bruce did. I know you both did quite well in the competition. I'm failing by not looking at the full standings, but I know Zach, Timmy, and Steve all did remarkably well, too. I love watching people I know kick ass and take names. Almost more than I love being able to sit back and play pinball with them. The event was awesome, and hanging out with you guys definitely made it awesome-er. Papa TV would have benefited from having Bruce mic'd up for his sporadic commentary during the finals. I don't, I don't know about that. I think they like Reddit R stuff. Let me, imper- <laughs> let me impersonate Bruce during the finals. Take off the fucking replay! We can't see what's going on! What the fuck are they doing? They're ruining everything! <laughs> Although Ron would have to sit next to him with a censored button in yep. hands. <laughs> in hands, seven second delay for Bruce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the informal... The- the informal Slam Till commentary comment, yeah, Slam Till tournament commentary was a treat. Also, it was nice watching you guys meet listeners and meeting some myself. Which that had to be awkward for her. Yeah, I know. People this, like, I just kept on pointing are you like, the, oh, the pinball princess? princess? Uh, yeah. It still kind of amazes me the waves that you've made in the pinball community. I'm always excited to see the yellow fun thumbnail with the Slam Till logo pop up on my podcatcher. Podcatcher, yeah, podcatcher. And I find it so cool that other people seem to as well. You guys really do have an awesome thing going here. Why, thank you. Thank you. Hope to see you next Pinburg. Well, before that, too. But that's not the point. Player 31915. P.S. Additional shout-out to heavy hitter Howard for making the A-finals. Yep, him and Zach both did incredible. Yes. And I think it was, it was playing in stomp that did it. It got yes, him ready. Yes, it was. I want to say one thing to all the the staff at the Pinburg. They did an incredible job, all the repair guys, all the people who make it happen. So thank you guys for having a great tournament this year also. Ditto. Totally agreed. They were amazing. Yep. Can't wait to see what next year brings. I mean, I enjoyed the the upgrades with the telecast. I mean, some of they put little they put little graphics on there, and it did. Yeah, the graphics were nice. It did feel like more like actual, like you know, they're interviewing people. Yep. I don't know. And some Jeff of the, was really good. Yeah, Jeff was good. That's Jeff was really good. I, I wonder how some of the players felt. I don't know. I don't know. They, they seem they seem to go with the flow. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Steve was very. I, I, I mean, Keith was very funny on one of them. Keith is so deadpan humor. It's just, I know. I, you love got, you it. Gotta, I love it. You, you, yeah, you really got to get. Yeah. Dry yeah, humor very is dry the humor. best humor. It is the best humor. And Beavis and Butthead rules. He does. Oh, Raymond Davidson wanted to know when we're going to wear shirts. Oh, I know. I know. He, he wants shirts where, like, they're Beavis and Butthead, but it's us. <laughs> so I call Beavis, of course, because I have oh, to. Of course you do. Of course, of course I do. You do. Of course. We've, we found our other voice, though. Yes, we this found weekend, Butthead. We found our other voice. We found Butthead. <laughs> we found Butthead, and we're going to have him on. we got to have him on. That's going to be we awesome. We have to. Yeah, that's going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna speak the whole time that way. Oh yeah, that that won't get old. No, not no. At all. So Steve, I have one more thing for you. This is gonna be I'm busting ready. your chops a little bit. Just busting your oh, chops. No. Oh, that's great to have guests on here and then bust their chops, Bruce. Of course. 
Uh, a year and a half ago, you mentored somebody. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. How did that go with mentoring somebody from Buffalo Pinball named Jay Fairbrother? <laughs> uh, you know, you can only you can only lead the horse to water, and you can't make them flip. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, they. You know, it, it's like it's like a lot of uh, a lot of things. Like, it, it, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I would say if you're out there and you want to get good at pinball, um, in in, intentional practice of of specific skills and not just playing a lot. Yes. Um, you know, find find a friend with a machine because playing on free play is a huge thing. If you're trying to practice tap passing or yes. um, like you know, Mixer Tuna would have had two more points in his finals round that he lost in the final final. So where he finished fourth, he would have maybe finished second if if he could chat if he could chat comfortably because there's nothing else to do on. Uh, Super um, Mars Trek, yeah, like that. Like you're just everything you're gonna do that doesn't involve shafting from the left flipper a trap. It is your death, and it, it, it it's no way. And even yeah, if you can only shafts like if you can only shafts like fifty seventy percent, you're still better off. Yeah. Anyway, and what do you do with right flipper on right Mars Trek? Left what orbit. Do you do? Good boy. Good boy. Get it up back oh. up to that top. Yeah. What else is? I mean, the only thing that you can other that you can do is if you have the bonus built up sufficiently, look for the E or the K and see if you yeah, only need one. Yeah, you only need one. Bonus. Yeah, but that's something to do. <laughs> Save nope. that. Do it. Do it from the left looper. Yeah, I know. As as a, exactly. as a special treat. I'm right with you. Remember that the next time you're playing in Mars Trek, which will surely happen out in the pinball wild a lot. Actually, but we like, have one location in Syracuse. Of course, you do. But these conversations that we're having, and it's like all this knowledge, like like you know, Jay wouldn't—he's not listening to this podcast, but like he wouldn't, you know, he doesn't care to like really fill his brain with fill his brain with this kind of stuff, right? Yes. So he wants to be good. He doesn't like being bad, but this is what it this is what it really takes to be good. Yes, Jay. Play. All people who are nodding along who care about this stuff, like we we get it. We understand. You just got to try your best. And and I'm not and. And I'm not even putting him down, but no, no, not at all. I know yeah, I just bust yeah. his balls because you know he he only comes up to me like I'm not playing well. I'm like, what was the last time we played? And he he had an excuse this time for Pinberg this time. I didn't realize this, but he broke his he broke his arm. Yeah, just came off the cast came off like a week ago. I didn't know that either. No, didn't excuse, know it either. no excuse. He could have worked on one handed play. He could have. He could have worked on uh, dead, uh, dead flipping. Or he could have shats more. The shats yeah. to one side. Yeah, one handed that 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 gets that you would really be impressive. Good. Hey, well he has blackjack. He has my old blackjack, so he could have done it. Really? Cool. Yes. See? Love blackjack. Oh, and Cheetah is still awesome. Yes it is. Just 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 saying that. Just putting that out there. And Quicksilver is still awesome. Yes. And and we need a dragon fist and a cheetah. We need it again, folks. Dragon fist cheetah. Please help help a brother out here. Bruce gets all his games. I can't get any of mine. Am I supposed to be going for those drop targets on the top right for Cheetah and getting them to line up? Or is that a sucker thing and I really just need to go for the left saucer? The left? Are we talking about the same game? Cheetah? There's like a bonus collect over on the left or maybe like a stand-up target it's, or something. It's, uh, it's, a lane. Uh, it's a lane. It's just yeah. a lane and you have the lane. five bank in the center. You have a three bank on the right side and then you have the, the other three bank at the three top. Three bank up at the top, which is your multipliers. Which is your multipliers, which carry over, but they're also the hardest damn thing to hit. 
Yes. What I like to do is a hard plunge. So you hopefully get in that pop bumper and kick up once in a while, and that's the that's the key with cheetah. Yeah, the three the three bank in the center is the is the one I'm talking about where those are. You have oh, to, you have yeah, to line, yeah, line the, up all the colors. Yeah, there's another three bank in the center with like a grid. I almost yes. never go for that. I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I do. If you hit it, you just hit it. But the spinner behind is nice with it's three K. Always. See, yeah. Well, the thing is, every shot on the game feels good, and every shot's awesome. So shoot what you want. It's all yes. awesome. It's <laughs> Shoot all away. Great. That's why it's the greatest stern wide body ever. And my personal favorite wide body. I think it's time to pay some bills, Bruce. Okay, www.pinballlifter.com. Come check out my pinball lifter stuff. Eh? I did, you're Canadian? Okay. <laughs> yes, for all my Canadian friends. We do lifters, tilters, helpers. And our helper, I think, was delivered last couple days ago. So we should have gotten it, the one who won our helper so hopefully he's enjoying it and hopefully we hear from him by email soon don't forget flipper fidelity we don't get paid for these but we're just pointing out people we like flipper fidelity he sells uh stern pinball machines and he sells uh speaker best speaker systems for your stern williams pinball machines and the who is mike pupo yes who is mike pupo and then also pinball star who sold us both our dialed ins and he also sells uh, AFM LEs, AFM, the new AFMs, and also he sells uh, Spooky. So, and he's taking deposits on uh, TNA. Oh, the TNA. Yes, that's an official uh, initials of Total Nuclear Annihilation. Also, thanks to, I know we already mentioned him, but what the hell, Jeff Teolis at Pinball Profile, Steve Bowden, Fun with Bonus, Yep. Tim Balls, Tim Sexton, check a look for Tim Balls, Twitch channel. And thanks to Steve. Steve Daniels being on our guest tonight. And don't well, forget for to having me. Sign, don't forget to sign up for uh, the Buffalo Pre tournament that he's running, which is the Thursday before the Buffalo Open. Anything Pre. you want to plug? You want to plug your Vermont stuff? Uh, you know, I had I had definitely when we arranged this, I'd planned to plug the Green Mountain Fall Classic, which is happening a tournament I'm running up here in September. It's one of our bigger events that we run, relatively speaking. Um, but it's full, so good luck. Sorry, guys. You can uh, you can you can get on the wait list if you look up Green Mountain Face uh, Green Mountain Fall Classic. If you're interested in playing up here, it's a super fun format. Um, blah blah blah. But uh, it is full. It filled up in like less than a week. Wow, very yeah. good. Very Man, all these pinball events fill up quickly now. Not yours or mine. <laughs> We just leave them open. We leave them open. This is the Unstoppable Podcast. Not a power hit or a poor internet connection can stop us. Nope. We are <laughs> unstoppable. We are. We can be found on the internet. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. We are hosted at the ever-reliable Podcast Garden. Uh, <laughs> and just look for us on Facebook. Again, Slam Till Podcast. YouTube, Slam Till Podcast. Twitch, Slam Till Podcast. Our email address, where you can send uh, criticisms to Bruce, yes, or praise I'll him. Take them. Yeah, you can send to slamtillpodcast at gmail This has been episode fifty-four. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Jeff Bernardic.